Obviously, in pod number nine, I think it is, isn't it? Let's go. Yeah, kia ora, kia ora Greetings, Talofa. Malo today, Talhani. Um, a bit emotional, actually, lads. As I look around the room, oh. we've got a got a full house. It's been a while. A little bit aroused. The stars have aligned. This feels so good. It's very cool. Over the other side of the table. <coughs> Welcome back to uh, Hayden. Thanks, Ace. It's it's good to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you back, mate. So, just a, it, it balances out the table. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. There's been a void there. We've, we've just been sort of mm. struggling to. You just try to take your spot. To be honest, over there, it didn't work. No, yeah. no it didn't have it. Just timing. Didn't have timing. And you did miss out on lemon drizzle cake last week. Homemade. Homemade. Went down an absolute treat. Thanks, Dace. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here we are with the last last pod for the for the year. It's, it's um, well, you know, obviously, we all know we. It's been unprecedented. Um, we started uh, uh, via Zoom, didn't we, gentlemen? Yeah. It's COVID related. Yeah, yeah, COVID related, and then um, yeah, we didn't really know what was going to happen once. Uh, those restrictions were eased a wee bit and we um, set up a, a wee pod in this room and we've um, continued to push through and we'd stayed in it, and we? we? stayed in it right till... Stayed in it! Yeah, right till, um, till today. So um, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, joining us on this ride um, this year. Um, but yeah, this will be the last one for 2020 and then we'll, uh, we'll link up again in the new year. But we've got a... Uh, a, a great session uh, planned for today, but before we do that, we'll um, we will just move around the table and um, just yeah, I guess hear from the lads about what they've been up to for the last seven days since we last um, last met up, um, and 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 yeah, and we'll hear from Hack as well, who's uh, been up to a wee bit um, before he's uh, rejoined us now to um, make up the awesome foursome that we are. But I'll move around to my right, Eugene Smith. Um, how's things? Yeah, good, thank you, Ez. Um, good to be back again. Um, yeah, it's been a good week. Uh, just, to be honest, really counting down the days until uh, the Christmas holidays. But a little bit overwork. Um, but, you know, it's all good. Get a good break of Christmas, a couple of weeks off. So, that'll be fun. Um, what else to do? A few final school assemblies with the kids. Kids finish school today. Um, so, Stacey's got them to add on to the, uh, the list of children. She looks looks after during the day but yeah apart from that it's good um ventured out and watched a bit of cricket on uh, on the weekend on friday day one of the test uh which was good to be fair i didn't see too many balls bowled um it was a very festive day we had a marquee with uh some unlimited beverages and food so yeah the nice. tension was nice. uh, was put elsewhere but uh good day all around long day but good day still recovering on uh yesterday pretty much monday I'm one of, um, no doubt, many Kiwis who um, we, we haven't uh, purchased Spark, so mm. we haven't seen any cricket, and um, I don't think I'll be purchasing Spark. I don't really think you can have both, really. You re- really dis- Isn't it a pain? Oh, yeah. it, it, honestly, it's killing me. I've, I'm, I'm a one or the other, so I've got rid of my Sky now for the summer, and I've gone to Spark. Have you? And was Spark, well, had the World Cup on it as well, the Rugby World Cup? Yeah. It's annoying, man. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I feel a wee bit cheated, to be honest. I, Always look forward to cricket season. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's great that we, you know, we get we get a bit of the what do they call it over the over the over the, uh, over the Dutch here, the mm. big bash. Yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of that, but you want to watch. Yeah, it's Black frustrating. Up. We've talked about this before, but why? Like you have the NBA 
kind of pass where you pay nine bucks mm. a month and you watch all the basketball you want. Why can't it be like that for cricket, you know, mm. or rugby? Like if TVNZ like held it, like a local channel. Yeah, and that that's and that's the other issue is kids, you know, want to watch mm. our international athletes and mm. can't, which is a real shame, mm. and it's not good for growing. Yeah, any code. Yeah, I mean, was it Henry Nichols that hit 150 and did he did he hit? Yeah, 100. Yeah. You know, Williamson hit 250 mm. on the first test. Didn't see a ball of it. Nah. No. So what Spark have, have, I guess, actually done here is they've purchased the rights to these tournaments or to, say, the Rugby World Cup just to, you know, force us to have to pay for it. It's just money, bro. They don't care about rugby. Spark New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, they need to do something. Mm. Disappointing. Very just the, the model is already in the state seems pretty sus you know you you follow your sport you pay your subscription and you watch whatever you want yeah. i suppose it is tricky with rugby because it's so international you've got a lot of different tv rights and stuff to deal with but otherwise jump on vitbox uh <laughs> <laughs> illegally uh stream stream these sports it was VIP. i thought it was like vip yeah it's VIP. Well, same same yeah. vip box yeah they keep changing the um, what comes after it though. Eh? Just watch out when you're typing those, and might end up on a dodgy, dodgy site. Mm. Yeah, not a few of those. What else are we up to, Heck? Um, well, I just oh heaps, heaps. I was kind of trying to get away from the club a bit and chill out, but mm. the house side of things has been, as you guys know, has been chockering. Still painting it. Oh, sorry, the house, the house, house. The, yeah, the the events in that we've had twenty first and heaps of work dues, and it's great to have the community and that experience and families experience the the great facilities we have here. But yeah, it's been busy. Um, so thank you to to the UOEs and 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 Fraze did a night and Fridge did a night the other night. I think Yuji came to do some cleaning Sunday. Um, so yeah, that's that's been pretty chocker, and um, yeah, work's been busy. And the boat. The boat's oh, boat coming at the moment. How is the boat? Look, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> is it not running? <laughs> no, it, it floats. <laughs> um, but there's no motor at the moment. And it just, yeah, I feel like it's like one step forward, three steps back at the moment. But we're getting there. It's, it's, in, it's in getting a motor at the moment. How do you get a new trailer? Can you paddle out? Should we get some paddles? I've got, I got two paddles. Sails. Yeah. Well, old school sail, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's looking a picture at the moment. Hopefully after Christmas we're good to go, but there's no motor, so that's a pretty key part of a boat, the motor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Islanders, so, Islanders used to be good. Um, navigators. So Nav- yeah, navigators on, on the water. Yeah. Why do you think that, um, you know, the Pacifica kind of lost that kind of navigating and sailing? They found where they were going. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we're lost generations yeah. of skill. Mm. <laughs> Imagine taking on the Pacific in you know one of those old school twin hulled mm. boats, man. Still a few of those around. Yeah, I think you can do it. Like as a course, eh? Jump on those um those boats and you do like a trip from somewhere to somewhere. They do the big Hawaii one, the Edi Cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. But no, it's good to be back. Good to see you boys. It's good to have you back. Uh, one more weekend till no, till Christmas. 
One more weekend? Two. One. Yeah. One more weekend, yeah. yeah. So you talked about, you know, the house, obviously the function will be happening here. Is there anything on this weekend before Christmas hits? Yeah, we've got yeah. Yeah, some more Christmas stuff. Tamaho's cruise here. That's a few right. other things. And then in the new year, we're chocker as well. Nice. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Mm. You know, rugby season will be around before we know it, but great that obviously in the interim between seasons we can still have a club as a resource of facility to yeah. help the community out. Yeah. Good, little, good little bar turnover. And like I said, it's cool, you know, that the community gets to yeah. use the facilities. Because and... I've spoken to a few people that have come into the club never been here before and they get like, surprised at the facilities mm-hmm. that are here. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty mad. The Wickham's Club next door will be thinking, going on. What's going on next door? Actually, I was over there a couple of weekends ago. It's kind of lost its charm in there a little bit, eh? Like, it's a bit dated in there now. A bit dated and a bit cold. Mm. Like, yeah. it's not... I feel like I walk in there... I remember when I was like a Colts would go over there. We went over there a couple of times a season and have a few beers. But you walk in now and they want to see your ID and yeah. are you a member and what are you doing here? And, and like yeah. the worst band I've seen in ages were playing at the time. You, so bad. They'd booked you that night. <laughs> they're, they're like a high school. They, they, they're playing, trying to play like in a jazzed, jazzed up versions of songs, yeah. and they were just terrible. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. A shout out to our mates over at the Wickers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Fridge, your uh, your week just gone? Yeah, pretty low key. Chilled out Friday. Watched a couple of movies. Have you guys seen a movie called Marshall with uh, Chadwick Bosman on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Plays like a 1940s, 50s lawyer. No takers on that one, yeah. Uh-huh. Watched a couple of movies. Uh, and then Chilled Out Saturday, came down here and uh, worked Bushy's work do. Uh, he's got some cool pe- people that work with him, eh? And those guys absolutely love him as well. Uh, during the speeches... Uh, just before dinner, uh, Bushy got up and to say a speech, a uh, good speech. And then um, without prompting or anyone kind of telling people to get up, like three different people got up and done a toast to Bush, like, saying thanks and all that stuff. And I was like, damn, must be a good boss, man. Mm. Good feed, huge bar tab. They didn't even put a dent in it and what Bushy was expecting. I was real disappointed there. <laughs> Other than that, uh, pretty short out Sunday. It's good, kind of getting a bit more time. You think you, you miss it down here, but when you get your time to chill out and do nothing, you actually enjoy it. feel the battery's been um, recharged. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Just on um, Petone Engineering too, man. Like four or five years ago, he probably only had a couple of wagons, eh? and now he's got a full fleet there. Yeah. Huge Petone Engineering. Yeah. It's awesome to see them... Uh, Thrive. I think um, last time I spoke to him, he was talking about potentially moving warehouses as well. No, oh, so yeah. I mean, but bigger because um, it's just a bit too small for him now. So yeah, mm. yeah, he do re- do really well. Eh? Um, Boxy, shout out to Boxy. He was he was there. Callum Box. Yeah, Box was there. He was uh, in good form and uh, quite a diverse group of staff as well. Yeah, uh, he had a bit of everything in the, in the group. Shout out to Patani Engineering. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, the night. Your work do. And the bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That um, that 
It's only engineering building. Two has some good cordies in there, huge. Oh, I tell you what, there's been some of the better ones. Um, yeah. Cordy's there was gets great. Pretty, gets pretty weird in there. Yeah. I remember um, seeing um, who got up on the hoist by their kind of. Oh, there was um, groin. Andrew Quinlivan. Quinlivan, that's yeah. the one. Quinny. He got hoisted up there. That was a good one. There was that one that we went and Fridgey ended the night by smuggling some meat patties into his pocket to take to Sinbin. They were good meat patties. <laughs> Did you get the pat down when you went into Sinbin? <laughs> nah. Uh, she patted down for a meat patty, but uh, it was not the meat patty. <laughs> she was looking for. Yeah, several of them. Cheeky Cheerio instead. Yeah. Oh. An absolute uh, bratwurst. Yeah. But, um, she got the chipolata. Yeah, that was a good quality that night. Yeah. School uniform night or back to school night? Yeah, school night, yeah. School night. Yeah, it's been a few drink, drinks there, actually. Good Very fun. good. Yeah. she always a great host. Yeah. Good man, Bushy. Mm. Great man. Great to hear um, you guys have been keeping well and staying active. Um, oh, what are you, sorry, what have yeah, you been up to, bro? You? Yeah, my week was good. Good, thanks. Yeah, no, um, yeah obviously, uh, was back in the office after a week away the week before, so we better tidying up after a couple of campaigns and sort of, you know, a bit of reviews and chasing some invoices as you do. The back end of campaign, so um, all that fun stuff. Are you just like completely finished? Is it just dead now? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to ask. Have you got anything to do with the awards on no. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got oh, uh, no, no duties no, no, for that. No. Interesting. They've changed it up this year. Obviously, uh, they used to have the big, you know, glitzy sort of glamorous uh, event up in Auckland. A couple of hundred people would rock up and the who's who of rugby. But obviously, this year they've changed it up a bit. Uh, on Thursday night, so it'll be all uh, online. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So that list of. Uh, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, nominees? Nominees, yeah, went out yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, so we'll, um, we'll touch on that a little bit later on. But, um, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, there's some great performers this year, which we'll, we'll get to. Um, be interesting to see which way they go with some of those awards. Is that uh, the part of the job you like the most is when you're out, you know, getting ready for the games and on the road? Or do you like the mix of the office and oh, Yeah, I, that's, and, that's where, in this, the role that I'm in, I, I, I guess so. The beauty of, of you know obviously doing that had myself which I enjoy getting the feet under the desk and the planning and that um, and there's a lot of work that goes into that you get into campaign it's more just making sure that you know bookings are are on point everything arrives and everything's arrived that should have arrived and buses yeah. are on time and players you know obviously get into campaign okay and inventory you know of gear that you send gets there and. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. yeah, it's a big. Yeah, it's a big if something falls through, it's just a dis, 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 uh, distraction. Yeah, yeah. And I'll segue from that fridge. Have you ever had any real big howlers? Is any bags like got sent to Hobart by mistake or something? Yeah, no, I haven't actually. No. We, I mean, obviously the keys have contingencies as well. Um, you, you know, like you know, guys will you know, well, guys will fly into camp, and there might be one guy whose bag doesn't make the plane or gets lost completely. So, you know, obviously, I, I'm the you know, it's my card that has to go and you know we have to sort of look after them for some essentials and that for for the week but obviously they get outfitted so yeah so there's there's a wee bit of that um but yeah like like we're saying contingencies are a big thing just make sure you've got a, a couple of plans to what about one player who's just rocked up to camp at any level mm. just super unorganized or just not needing what he what he needed you get a few of those we get a few guys that <clears throat> yeah that forget um essential things like mate mouth guards boots I mean, you know, the, the guys are lucky. The guys and girls are lucky that they obviously get outfitted with footwear. But we still tell them to bring their boots that they've, you know, feel most comfortable wearing and they've had for the season. And because you know, you're not you're not going to be able to rock up and get mm. a pair of boots on a Monday and play them, play mm. them in a 
is that sort of thing. So, you know, it's it's really just to kind of wear them in if they work for the weekend, good, but you know, if you've got a backup, but there's some that just, yeah, it's amazing they turn up with, you know, some some guys will come to camp without their passports, you know, with, you know, we've had to, actually Sam Knock a few years ago arrived with a passport that was, I mean, absolutely, it was just, it was just in three bits, it was in three pieces. And he, he rocked up to the airport and, um, and I was, was collecting the passports to check them all in. He gave me his passport and three pieces. I said, bro, what the hell's going on? And he goes, oh, that, that's just how, how, how it was. I said, when did you last fly? He said, oh, last year. Was it in tech then? Yeah. And then he goes, oh, I think it's just been through the wash and stuff. I said, but you can't fly with us. So we, he couldn't fly with the team. So we, we had to, I had to rebook him on a, a flight 24 hours later. Oh. Just stuff like that. You know? Unbelievable. So, and, then, and then other guys like Lalo Milo, another guy from Bay Plenty, Last year with the twenties, um, so he when I chased when I touched base with them when they were selected, they sent me their passport details because I needed to obviously get things all the ball rolling. He sent me the details of an old passport, which in the interim he'd got a new passport because he ended up losing that one. Came into camp with a new passport, but I had the old details, and so obviously when we when we arrived at the airport to, for the guys to go through, the passport I had didn't didn't obviously match mm. uh, with the one that the details had given me. Again, he couldn't fly with the team. Had to rebook a flight, and he flew over the next day. So yeah, so you, there's yeah, there's a lot of we get those things that kind of pop up that you you can't really. That's just the, I guess the best way that we can kind of control it. Yeah, got a lump Logan Henry in there too. Had some real uh, passport dramas. Yeah, right. pretty wacky. Right up until. I don't know why he's telling us a funeral. Yeah. No? Just having uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I've got two <laughs> secondary uh, questions. Or... Yeah. Um, the first one was, with any like immigration issues, do you have a contact that you, you call over there? Or like, you know, passport issues or anything like that? Can you just call like one of those gov- government departments and just go, hey, it says from uh, New Zealand Rugby here and it's uh, it's easier? You're talking about priority because uh, NZRU or? No, no, nah, nah, but just a contact, contact person that you we, contact. We have a, yeah, we have a contact person, but yeah, um, sometimes there is a, a wee bit of, Leeway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then sometimes there's just other things that we mm. just. I'm not, yeah, I don't, don't want to, don't want to push for yeah. like leeway for all blacks, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you know, like I've got a contact here, I'll mm. just give them a call and say, hey, this is what's up. Um, so the other question was, all blacks kit day. Karen, Karen from customs doesn't care that you play rugby for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. She doesn't care at all. Um, all blacks kit day. Um, does everyone get the same kit? Or like the seniors coming through, like a, a Richie or a Dan or a Ma, and they'll be like, "Oh, those are cool glasses. Can I take two? Do, is there kind of any of that, or is it everyone's the same? Everyone gets the same kit. Uh, but then the, the guys that you're alluding to, the senior guys, most of them are NDS ambassadors. Oh, that's right. So, so basically, wherever they go, they, they can walk can, into any Adidas store. So yeah, so it's it's um it's yeah a lot of those senior guys know that it's it's obviously not a good look that they can try and just get whatever they want when it comes to kit day, but generally they'll just be happy to get their allocation, knowing that wherever they go they can literally just grab the grab whatever they need. Nice. Yeah. Here at the pod, we're looking to be Adidas ambassadors. Yeah. So yeah. Feel free yeah. to reach out. It doesn't have to be Adidas and New Balance or like Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your ambassadors. Was it Slazinger? Yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny Big. Mm. We probably should stop there. And thanks to Paladin. Great supporter <laughs> of the club. <laughs> Thank you. Paladin Ambassadors? Paladin. Paladin. A mm. um, couple of other cool things on the on the weekend. Uh, 
just gone. Um, one of our club centurions, Joe Collins, actually um, yeah. completed his. It's it's what's called Malofia, which is your Olai, which is your Samoan tattoo or tattoo. So he now is sporting the um, the tattoo, which sort of starts around the, the I guess the midriff area, runs down both legs, down below the knees. Um, so he yeah he he uh, has been he's been working on that the last couple of weeks, sort of six sessions across three days per week. Um, it's not fun. So, eh? Oh, so I said I, I was away the first week, but sat in on on this week on those sessions, and so much respect for for him, so much respect for the artist that um obviously uh, with the traditional the, the, the traditional, hammer, yeah. So no, yep. So no geez. needle. It was the uh, it's the owl, which is obviously the fuzzy deceiver. It is crazy, yeah. yeah. Yep. So um so to sit on, on, on his journey um with him uh the week just gone, which wrapped up on Saturday, um, was, was pretty amazing. Because um, big guys, you know, like if I lie down and I, I like move or just lying down and you cramp, like when you're lying down to get it to do if you're cramping, you're just cramping. <laughs> like there's no moving until he's done or moves you. It's, it's, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah, so uh yeah, big ups to Joey and his family for um for that it's a yeah it's an interesting sort of thing that yeah I, I guess is um I think it maybe stopped for a wee while but it's kind of rebirthed again the the traditional tattoo um here in here in New Zealand so yeah but yeah back back in back in the day it used to be um just for chiefs only um they were the only ones that um were, were could could have the tattoo done but it's changed a little bit over the years and. Yeah, so so for for Joey to go through that is um, the design a family design or is it a geographical? It, generally, it's a sort of a generic, yeah, uh, sort of design. Um, uh, but but obviously the, but obviously the, I mean there might they might sort of be tweaked from, from you know from person to person. Um, but generally, the meanings are all the same. Really, it kind of encompasses your family, your genealogy, um, uh, and um, yeah, obviously tied up with a bit of a. The cultural aspect of the village that you're from, and, and obviously yeah. the family that you're part of and you represent, it's made it's yeah. So so much respect, and especially for the artists as well. Um, to just be able to sit there, the patience, the professionalism, and just to do it basically on the go, like yeah. you know, no no template, just. And I'm just I'm just thinking like when you get up out of bed after getting that oh, done, yeah. and surely the sheets stick to you and. It's, so yeah, so so basically, when you're having your tattoo done, you you actually you, you've you've got a, a mat that you you sleep on okay. through the process. Yep. So Joe and Ray, his brother-in-law, who he had, um, they were uh, Ray was a sore, which means that obviously you normally have a family member or a really good friend that you have it with, and the idea is that you sort of share the pain and you take the journey together. So they for the for the two weeks they slept on their own mat in in the garage where it all happened for the couple of weeks. Um, basically, till it's done. So, yeah, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty um, amazing. I see, uh, Tamilo was there as well. Yeah, Milo was floating yeah. around as well. Yeah, yeah. Had a bit of a chance, to, a bit of a chance to catch up with uh, with Milo and encourage him to yeah. hopefully get down to do series. something. Mm. <laughs> the 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 Masoi boys were there too, weren't they? Yeah, saw, yeah, maybe? yeah. So they play a big part. So the twins play a big part in uh, that support crew for the artist. All right. They sort of they get in before the um, the tattooist. They set everything up. They prep everything, make sure everything's clean, and set up pillows, cushions, and you know have them all sort of wrapped into 
rubbish bags. So okay. They, they sort of, you know, obviously. So it's a bit of an operation. It, it's not just the guy. Oh, yeah. It. No, it's a big operation. And they also, so they, they're called the Alcoso, which means that they sort of stretch. So they stretch the skin to give it a bit of ten- mm. All right, tension yeah. so that the artist can go to work. But um, the, just the patience of those boys, mm. man, bad respect. Yeah. Josiah was a stretcher before he got injured in the final last year. <sighs> so now he can't do it at the moment. Mm. How's he going? Update? No, he's no rehab. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's rehabbing by, he was there. Yeah, uh, exactly. On the week, on, during the week, so... Yeah, big ups to those boys. So, and um, another one is question you touched on. Sorry, is there still like the chief hierarchy, or is that kind of fading out? Or I think hierarchy still, yeah. here or back in the honest. well, both. Yeah, yeah, no, it's still well, it's 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 still yeah, it's still very much alive. Yeah, back in the yeah, you hear stories of the people back in the islands that sort of you know um, wonder about titles that are given to people that reside here oh. and then feel that they can go back to the islands and sit in and make decisions when oh. they don't reside back in the islands. So yeah. there, I know there is a bit of talk about that kind of thing. Um, and unfortunately, the, the titles that are given out... Um, just you dished know, out? Yeah, sometimes they're just sort of dished out willy-nilly. Yeah. Some that I've, I've seen, I've heard and seen that before. Um, but that that's just, yeah, it is in the Samoan culture. It's... Um, it's, I guess it's, uh, it's important that, you know, it, it's, it is like the, like the tattoo really. It's, you know, um, kids are encouraged to get the tattoos done by their parents so that they're passing on the genealogy and mm. the, you know, and the, and the, and I guess the, the ink and the story that they hold, they pass it on to their kids and so forth. So one of the interesting things that, yeah, we grew up with in our, our culture, but yeah, no, that chiefly thing is still very much alive. Mm. Mm. No, I'm going to cut in here. Like as long as we've been doing this pod today, Hope's been out there running since the start, since before we started this pod today. She's yeah. still going. I just, I said to you before, she's got six lungs. Yeah. It's unreal. She had our hope. We've got touch tonight, so she better not run too hard. Oh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. She'll be right. Well, what an intro. Mm. Great, to, great to hear from all the boys, what they've been up to. Um, we're going to kick on. Uh, so what is, what are we going to kick on to? Village of Birthdays. Oh. Hmm. Let me share uh, some uh, some villager birthdays from the week just gone and uh, the week to come. Young Cam Ferreira, young blood, mince and cheese. Yeah, last uh, last Wednesday, 9th of December, turned twenty. Twenty. He's only sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and also uh, the ponies, Alice Soper. Uh, birthday was yesterday, Monday the fourteenth. Big thirty-two. Happy birthday, Alice. Happy birthday, Alice. Yeah. Uh, today, uh, one of Fridgey's boys, uh, Ty Bryce, <coughs> turned 20. Oh, there Happy birthday, it. Ty. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Boxy. Actually, we've been speaking oh, about Boxy. Boxy. Yep, he, uh, he turns 26 tomorrow. Pride of Akina at Hastings Boys. Yeah. Mm. Happy birthday, Happy Boxy. Happy birthday, Boxy. And um, Rio another pony. Yeah. This weekend, 23. 23. 23. She was going at training last night. Oh, it's good. Good turnout last night, ponies. Yeah. Great turnout. They're hissing at the moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Gee, the big year, 2021. Yeah, it's the energy you want, eh? This time of year. Good stuff. Heaps of them are playing touch over the road too on Wednesday nights. It's good. They've yeah. got a ponies entered team and along with the Brotherhood and a few ponies in the Weeders. Mm. It's good. good, good, good I, know, I know you lose a couple of girls um, this year or, or one, but um, 
I hear there might be some coming to the village next year. So exciting mm. time. So keep it up, hey? Watch the space. Watch this space. Transfer announcements. Mm. Trades. Big trades mm. happening. Celebrity birthdays. Uh, Don Johnson. Who? Birthday today. Don mind with us. Oh. Yeah. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Was he uh base seconds? Is that Michael? Hmm? No, that's Douglas. That's Michael Douglas. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Tink up. Don Johnson. Was it? Yeah. He played against um Kim Costner. Costner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I thought you thought he was Kevin Costner. <laughs> no. I think I think we might have missed the most attractive Herstitch's birthday, maybe Jonesy Herstitch. I think my his birthday crazy recently. Yeah, it was actually. Had you have another birthday? No, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, crazies. No. Jonesy, Jonesy, Jonesy. When was his birthday? Uh, weekend. Maybe. Yeah. Sorry, Jonesy. A few yeah. days ago. Happy birthday, mate. Happy birthday. He'd be Mother Hucker 20. Jones, mid twenties. Jeez, should be a big birthday in Hong Kong, wouldn't it? Yeah. Huge. Huge. Um, I'd better give a shout out to my wee nephew, uh, Lachlan oh, Piper right. as well. Um, turned seven, seven on the weekend. Yeah. Seven. Uh, seven, yeah. Good meal with him on uh, Saturday night. Nice. I was a little bit worse for wear, yeah, but it was good. Catch up with him. It's really not good when you rock up to these things like over a age. Oh, mate, I'll show up. That's the main thing. <laughs> That's the one. Um, on this day, uh, back in 1966, Walt Disney passed away. Then when he got frozen? Uh, yeah. Hey. Maybe. Really? That was bad, you, Jay. That was bad from you. Conspiracy, though, isn't it? That he's actually frozen. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I thought he was, was doing a frozen joke. I thought he was doing a frozen joke. <laughs> frozen the movie joke. <laughs> no, no. You, you think he's, he's, he's cry, actually you think he's yeah, cry, cry, frozen. frozen until they can come up with some sort of cure for what he... Oh, is he there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, I think that's Futurama. Well, that's that's a big thing now. Like, it's mm. it's not it's open to everyone. Like, uh, who sponsors? I think it's the Portland Trailblazers is a company that do that if you want to do it. Yeah. Man, just but, die. But look into it. Though. Um, look, there is there is there is there is gossip that he's been frozen. <laughs> well, that's going to be Fridge's quote on his on his tombstone. Just mate, die. just die. Mate, you don't know what you're missing out on, mate. If they're keeping you alive. Well, imagine if they woke him up in 2020. You're like, oh, mate, just put me back under. Yeah. <sighs> Um, still any more birthdays? Oh, no, 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 no more birthdays. Um, you, you had. I was just got a, f- a fun fact for you. Uh, someone I, who, I, who I share a birthday with. Um, Snuffy from Sesame Street. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Oh, gee, the big brown elephant. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's actually a um, mammoth. Mammoth. That's real sad from you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> now, um, where'd you find us at? When I, I used to work Maccas back in 2000 and uh, Sesame Street put out a bunch of toys for the Happy Meals and stuff mm. and each one of these toys had like fun facts and favourite food and birthdays and I was waiting for the snuffy one to come out and then uh, as I knew it come in I, bro, I had a weird feeling that, that about it eh? and I picked it up and I looked at his birthday bro August the 19th me and sure snuff. snuff big snuff and fridge the wow. snuff you are. Shouldn't be named. Nothing buff. Um, on that note, <laughs> uh, do you share your birthday with anyone famous? Uh, Rodney Soyalo is the one I know, but Rodders. Rodders. Oh, that all? Yeah. Great man. Heck, yourself? Um, just one I can think of, and it's huge. Sporty Spice from the Spice Girls. Oh. Ah. Yes. I was a ginger. 
ginger fan myself. Yeah. Yeah, I was Mel B. Who? Always Mel B. Crazy. Oh. Yeah. Um, Henry Winkler. We, we share the same birthday. Oh, the Fonz. Oh, Fonz. Fonz from Happiness. Yeah. E. October 30. Apparently, I share it with Gwen Stefani. Oh, did you Google it just yeah, to find someone? It. Yeah, not many others that I actually know. It's nice. Mm. Um, and on, to, on, on this day today in history, uh, the Premier of Gone with the Wind back in 1939. Great movie that was. Um, sports quiz. We're going to move into a wee sports quiz. Uh, so uh, the lads have a bit of blank paper and a pen. Each. Did you say quiz? Yes. Sports quiz. Oh yeah. Carry uh, over champ from last week. Fridge went one to one with one v one against Is the quizmaster, and uh, Fridge came out on top. Yes. Oh. All wasted Is. One to ten down the side of your paper, please, gentlemen. One to ten, but one hundred points on offer. <laughs> one to ten. Um, the catch with this quiz is uh, the first five questions are sports questions. The second five questions are warriors related questions. Oh, New yes. Zealand warriors. Warriors. Yeah, New Zealand warriors. All right. All right, gents. Uh, let's get into this uh, quiz. So, first five questions will be uh, fairly general, and then the uh, second five will be. New Zealand Warriors related. So I know you're all big fans of the Warriors. Warriors. I'll, I'll make a quick prediction. Warriors. So, so yeah. I'll make Warriors. a I'll make a quick. Uh, I'm going to be uh, top three. <laughs> I'll finish in the top three today. Right, here we go. Question number one. Who did boxing legend Mike Tyson fight recently? <laughs> Who did boxing legend Mike Tyson fight recently? You know, pretty confident, which is good. Um, following on from that, where did the fight take place? Uh, so I just need the, uh, the venue. You want the venue? Of where the fight took place. <laughs> yes. The Mike Tyson versus Joe Brown fight. Yeah. Who did Mike Tyson fight? Question number two. Where did the fight take place? Question number three. What was the final score in this year's Mitre 10 Cup Premiership final? Oh, What was the final score in this year's Mitre 10 Cup Premiership final? Bro, your quizzes are hard. Yeah, right. Come <laughs> on. It's two, two weeks ago. Question number four. What is the name of Team New Zealand's America's Cup boat, which was launched recently? What please is the re- name? repeat the question, please. What is the name of Team New Zealand's America's Cup boat, which was launched recently? Can we have the country of origin? <laughs> the clue is uh, it's, it's a Maori name mm. Could you please use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> in question number five Who won this year's Clive Churchill medal? 
who won this year's Clive Churchill Medal. Zero for five. All right. Question six to ten, uh, as I spoke about earlier, are New Zealand Warriors related? Question number six. In what year did the Warriors enter the ARL or the Winfield Cup competition? You know why he's done this? He's, he's trying to expose us as day one yeah, Warriors. Well, it's all uncomfortable that one. Oh, man. That's tough. In what year? Along with three other teams. The Crushers, the Cowboys, and the Reds. Western Reds. Yeah. 95, I think that was Huge's uh, 100th game for Patoni. <laughs> <laughs> Question number seven. NRL legend Paul Serenin has a son who recently signed for the New Zealand Warriors. What's his Christian name? Paul Serenin. Oh, shit. That's my big brother. What's his son's first name? Yeah, eh? yeah. His son has recently signed with the Warriors. He's got yeah. a couple playing in the NRL. Which, which son? I know both their names, but I'm sure that's 50-50. Question number eight. Which of these players didn't appear in the 2002 Grand Final? Mark Tukey. Justin Murphy, John Carlaw, Henry Fafili. Which of these players didn't appear in the 2002 Grand Final? Tuki, Carlaw, Murphy, Fafili. Question number nine. Who scored the winning try versus the Storm in the 2011 Grand Final qualifier? Sean Johnson. I don't get options. Manu Vatuve. Logan Swan, Lewis Brown. Hey? Oh, say that again. Sorry, I got the year wrong, I think. <laughs> Who scored the winning try versus the Storm in the 2011 grand final qualifier? Sean Johnson, Manu Vatsuve, Lewis Brown, or Logan Swan? And the last question. Yeah, no, I got that completely wrong. Which Sydney Roosters forward joined the Warriors on a month-long contract back in June? Which Sydney Roosters forward Joined the Warriors on a month-long contract back in June. Back in June of 2020? Yeah. Can, is surname <clears throat> sufficient? Uh, yes, surname will do. Is he brown? <laughs> yes. Sorry, question nine. Can you repeat that again? Who scored the winning try versus, an answer, huge. versus no, no. the Melbourne Storm in the 2011 was Mark grand final qualifier? Sean Johnson, Manu Vatuve, Brown, Hotel Cassini, Swan. Dwayne Mann. Yeah, I got that completely wrong. I thought it was someone else. Oh, All right. right. What was number 10 again? Which Sydney Roosters forward joined the Warriors on a month long contract back in June? I think I just got first name. No, no Salah. All right. Can you. Uh, Swap your bits of paper round to your right. Just pass your paper. We're on air here. Oh, here we go. All right. All right, here we go. Answers. I'm losing this easily. You even get the number one. Yeah, no. Oh. All right. Question. Was uh, who did the boxing legend Mike Tyson fight recently? His name was Roy Jones Jr. 
Uh-uh. One mark. Is that Google open on Hex PC? Second, second question. <laughs> Where did the fight take place? Uh, it was at the Staples Centre. Staples? In yeah, LA. Oh, yeah, I'll take Staples. I'll take Staples Centre. I'll take, uh, yeah. Staples? In LA. <laughs> yeah. Staples. Number three. What was the final score on this year's Mighty 10 Cup Premiership Final, which was between Tasman and Auckland at Eden Park? Tasman 13, Auckland 12. Nah. <laughs> Why did I think it was high scoring? Yeah, yeah so high, and I thought it was yeah. Mm. Jasmine thirteen, Auckland twelve. That sounds like none of us got that. What is the name of Team New Zealand's America's Cup boat, which was launched launched recently? Terehutai. Can we do the what everyone said? Wakatahi. <laughs> Wak- wakatahi. Wakata- no, not Wakata. Waka one. He where he. He where he. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's this one? Why do No. All right. Terehutai. And number five, who won this year's Clive Churchill medal? Ryan Pappenhausen. Damn it. I'll take Pappenhausen. Did you take the uh, Raiders guy? Sorry? Raiders, Raiders guy. That's uh, half a point, man. Raiders, Surely Raiders, Raiders weren't even in the final. Raiders guy weren't even in the grand final. Oh, shit. It's, I was thinking bloody Daly M. Daly M. It's minus I'm one. Lucky. I'm lucky. All right. All right. The back half of this quiz. In what year did the Warriors enter the Winfield Cup? 95. You gave that away as well, Fred. Yeah. Well, that's What's why that? I changed my answer. Because <laughs> yeah. You were trying to put me off. Well, because you go, oh, ninety-five. That's the year that you made you a debut. I put ninety-five, <laughs> and then Fred said something else happened in ninety-five. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I thought, yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah. to put me off, like oh, it wasn't ninety-five. Go, so can you just man. do the original answer, Fred? Thanks, man. You put ninety-six, <laughs> Yeah, but I wrote ninety-five first. Well, you can't tell here. <laughs> All right. Question seven. Uh, NRL legend Paul Surinan. His son, who recently signed for the Warriors, it was Bailey Surinan. Yes. Oh, not it? Troy Surinan. Not Troy or wasn't Bullo? Curtis. Curtis no. was the Can I get the correct spelling on that, though? Bailey. B-A-Y? Bailey. Yeah, incorrect. No, who's <laughs> Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> Question eight. Which of these players didn't appear in the 2002 Grand Final? Mark players. Tukey. Can't uh, do two answers. John Carlo. players. Player. Player. Which player? Which of these players didn't? Yeah. Yeah, so one. So which which of these players one, didn't? One player. Oh. I thought you said it was... Well, I gave you four names. There's only one of them that didn't. In either way, I'm pretty sure these two both did. So. Uh, anyway, the answer was Henry Fafili. Ah. Let's fight. Everyone outside right now. <laughs> yeah, Tuki slash Carlo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Henry Fafs. Henry Fafs. Question nine. Who scored the winning try versus the Storm in 2011? I know going through your head would have been Manu's try. Nah, mine was Michael Witts when he. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, when Manu, when Manu yeah, went back, yeah, yeah, but it was 11. It was 2011. That was back in 02. Ah. And it was Lewis Brown. Oh, 08, sorry, 08. 2011 was Lewis Brown. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Michael Witt was when they beat them when they were eighth qualifiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was 2011. Who was it, sorry? Uh, Lewis Brown. Uh-huh, well done. And the last question was which Sydney City. Sydney Roosters forward joined the Warriors on a one month long contract in June was Fawasa. Fama Silly was his name. Who's JT? JT. I was just going for a, just some initials. I had no idea. <laughs> Pretty confident here. All right. Uh, your marks uh, out of 10 before you hand those papers back. Fridge got three out of 10. This is unbelievable. Heck, Heck got three also. Wow. Huge got four. Oh. That's if we're not giving uh, Heck that 95. Oh, you've got to give me that. Oh, do we you give him that? He wrote, he wrote 95 and then crossed it out and then put 94. Your call, mate. You know, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Don't be proud of that, eh, guys? And uh, and heck, it's never been a slip. Yeah, sure. a slip. Yeah.
like to just mention I got six. Oh, six out of ten. Yes. Gee. <laughs> she crossed me out for calling spelling Bailey wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Just just unsure on why uh, Hack got the other peanut slab. Well, you, you get the big... Both got three. Big uh, <laughs> Um, all right, thanks, guys. Uh, let's move into a couple of t- talking points. Uh, yesterday, the uh, the draw was released for the 2003 Rugby World Cup in France. Oh, did any, any of you guys watch that? No. Fridge? Oh, no. I, I watched it last night. Uh, it was on at about 12.30 early, early this morning, and it was all in French. Oh. No translation, nothing. It was, it no was subtitles? No, no subtitles. It was, it was, and it was uh, mother there. Oh, I didn't see him there. They, they might have interviewed him later, but it was a tough watch because it was just like, just get over and done with it then. Was it on Spark? No, it was on live on Facebook. Should it not have been on Spark? No, I just ran that out. Anyway, um, I don't know if you guys have got a copy of the uh, the draw in front of you. Or the pool, sorry. Pool draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, pool A, New Zealand, France, Italy. Pool B, South Africa, Ireland, Scotland. Pool C, Wales, Australia, Fiji. These these three teams, I think, have been pulled together mm. for the last three or four tournaments. Yeah. That's unreal. And Pool D, England, Japan, and Argentina. So those are the twelve teams that qualified automatically after their placings from the last World Cup. Um, I went through and, and had a bit of a stab at who I thought would make up the rest of these pools. So oh. New Zealand, France, Italy. Um, the other two teams there would be America one and Africa one, who I think. I don't know, USA and Namibia? Yeah. Pool B, South Africa, Ireland, Scotland. And then they were completing that pool of Asia, Pacific 1 and Europe 2, which I thought might be Tonga and Romania, maybe. Uh, pool C, Wales, Australia and Fiji. Uh, they are completing that pool, Europe 1, and a, a final qualifier, um, who I thought might be Russia, uh, Georgia and Russia. And then Pool D, England, Japan and Argentina, potentially joined by Oceania 1, Samoa. In America to Canada. Mm. Thoughts on these pools, gents? First of all, the ABs pulled with France at their home tournament, Italy, and potentially USA and, USA and Namibia. Tough. Oh, all, all Blacks come out one. Uh, there's a cakewalk, cakewalk out of that pool, I'd say. You reckon? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I reckon France are going to be France really, really tough, Especially in man. pool play. Young team. Young team Remain this year. Into Mac. Yep. Carving up at the moment. Oh, get, home. getting out of that pool. But, Oh, they'll, they'll get out of it. Yeah. For me, that's when you want to play the All Blacks and pool play. Yeah. Because then, you know, you'll meet them, if you meet them again, it'll be the final. Will there be too much pressure on France? Well, that, yeah. They might implode. I think, look, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy junkie, but France and England are the most powerful nations, and especially in the IRB. What's it called? World Rugby now. Hmm. WorldRugby.com. I feel like England's got a pretty favourable pool. Yeah, and France get the All Blacks in a dead rubber, really, in the pool play. Pretty see, favourable for them. See, I disagree on that. The England uh, pool way. Um, I think they're both potential bogey matches. Japan, Japan and Argentina. And Argentina. Yeah. Mm. Like, you never know, you, if Argentina. No yeah, I mean that's yeah. what I'm saying. You, you never. I mean. You chuck New Zealand in a pool with any of these guys, and, and the odds are they're going to win. You kind of don't second guess that they, they might slip on a banana skin and mm. lose, but there's not potential for them to lose. That's, that's how I feel anyway. South Africa, yeah, they'll, they'll come out of that pool first. Aussie, 
should make it out of that pool, but they could lose to Wales. Fiji could play 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 a mint game and and kind of upset there. But like you can see upsets with the other teams, and yeah. just for myself, I don't see it. With I wouldn't be surprised young. if Ireland got up over South Africa in the pools. Yeah. What time of year is the World Cup? Is is it European winter or? Two question. Um, September, October? Uh, yeah, September, yeah, normally October. around there. Finals on the 21st of October. When is it? So pretty hot, especially if you're, in, if you're in southern oh. France. Mm-hmm. Pretty warm. And what's the time in here, like early morning? Oh, no, it shouldn't be too bad, eh? It'll be like uh, af- uh, early evening. Uh, don't know. I'm just going on the times that I interviewed those French guys on, uh, on the morning, pod. Real early in the morning, right? Yeah, first thing in the morning. Yeah, their morning. Oh, yeah, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Beep. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just think I'm really worried about France, to be fair. Um, the way they perform in the Six Nations, like even that last game against England, when I think it might have been their second or third string team, they probably should have got on top of England then, and England had a full squad. So they've got heaps of depth now. They went the extra um, time. Yeah, heaps of depth. Uh, they're young. Um, and they've, it's not like it's just a fluke either because they've obviously the under-20s teams have been winning World Cups the last couple of World Cups as well. So it's obviously something they're doing right there. Is, is, so by the time it's 2023, they have a few more years' experience into them at home, I, I just think. Um, the only thing, yeah, I, I do think might get them is the pressure. It might implode a bit, but yeah, I'm, I'll be a bit wary about France, eh, about that tournament. They definitely get up for a World Cup year too, eh? I just think it's too early to tell. You need to see them in twenty twenty two to see how they're tracking. I mean, they might mm. fold in the next couple of years, as some of these teams usually do. It changes all the time. Mm. They did blood a ton of young guys out that last World Cup, so they'll mm. you know proven. Mm. But from a New Zealand standpoint, like you're feeling pretty good getting out of pool play for starters. Yeah, and then I guess you have a look at depending if you finish first or second, you play second in that that whatever crossover pool you have. Mm. Eh? Does that game, does that All Black France game, should that be the opening game? Yeah, I reckon. Definitely. Well, yeah. That's a tough build-up for New Zealand until a quarter then, where you go France, Italy, USA, Namibia, whatever order that's in. Who organises the draw? Like, does France get a choice on who they play first up? World rugby would decide, but the, the head of French rugby's come out and said it'll be great to have that All Blacks game mm. as the opener. Mm. Makes sense, mm. but then they could hurt them as well if All Blacks come out humming, pump them by fifty or sixty. I think they won't care. They'll wash it just like they did in New Zealand that time, mm. and in the final they came out hissing. Du toi. Interesting, eh? Good. Is there a pool of death? I reckon the toughest pool is a South African, Ireland, Scotland one. I mean, Scotland, yeah, they're definitely not superpowers, but, you know, on their day, like, you could... They could, yeah, get a upset somewhere. Um, Ireland, obviously, they were improving, but I think they've sort of started to tail off a bit at the moment. Um, and then you obviously got South Africa, who, again, can be a bit hit or miss sometimes, so... Who's coaching Japan at the moment? Jamie Joseph. Still Jamie Joseph. Man, they must be licking their lips at their pool right now. Mm. Oh, they'll be up for that Argentina game. Yeah. Mm. And they won't want to slip against Samoa. Eh? That'll be a tough game too. Like, Jamie Joseph right now would be like, whoever the other two are, you know, tick, tick. 
I mean, you know, not sick, but they'll be putting everything into the Argentina game, try and win, and then just roll the dice against England. Good. The pool, the pool for me is the one with Wales, Aussie, Fiji, Georgia, Russia. The door's open for Fiji. I feel like Wales are going through a real kind of rebuilding now. Yeah. I don't think Alan Wynne Jones will be there at the World Cup, so they'll be. They like playing Australia, though. Wales. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that game's going to be tough, but I think Fiji can they can they can beat Wales. Mm. So they prep well. Battle of the Kiwi coaches too in that mm. in that pool. But look, that Georgia-Russia game is going to be huge. There'll be blood. Huge. Um, yeah. wonder how many red cards are going to be dished out in pool play. <laughs> and then they'll forget about these rules and shit. Surely they're addressing it. Better not start like the last World Cup. I, I, I don't know. I haven't looked any further, obviously, than this. But obviously, once he gets the quarterfinal, I don't know who we cro- who obviously we we draw. Um, who do you want to avoid in the quarters? If we top our pool, you got to beat everyone, obviously. But yeah, I don't want to avoid Australia. Like if they finish second in their pool and then we draw them, would it be first up? Am I thinking semis here or quarters? Quarters. Like if we cross into their pool for the next stage. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know who we, which, who Pool A draws. Yeah. Generally, it might be Pool A and D and B and C. But I think Argentina's frightening. Yeah. You don't want them, I don't think, in a quarter. Mm. Just because they could not show up or they could be awesome like that and they've got a good young team with yeah. a pretty passionate captain that. You know, they have experience now beating the ABs. We were worried about Ireland, eh? In, that, in last year's tournament, we got them in the quarter and we pumped mm, them. Yeah, mm. smoke them. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Good for thought, eh? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see how the rest of these, I guess, you know, obviously they won't be confirmed till another couple of years anyway once these, all these qualifiers are, are done. But um, here we go France and Italy. Just wanted to move on to um, the NZ Rugby Awards that we spoke about earlier this coming Thursday. Uh, just be keen to go through each of these um, categories and find your thoughts on who you think will um, will take them out. So NZ Ref of the Year, Mike Fraser, Ben O'Keefe and Paul Williams. Any of those three stand out for you guys? Probably just O'Keefe. Yeah, O'Keefe. It's <laughs> <laughs> an interesting spelling, isn't it? Just because he's the only one I remember. Mm. Yeah, Paul Williams did a pretty good job. He was the one that did that all black. Yeah, he was over there. Right, yeah. Was it here? What, did he do the one here in Wellington? I'm pretty yes. sure he did. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, Mike being the Wellington guy, Ben's got obviously Wellington connections as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, probably Paul Williams for me. Yeah, they're all pretty local. Mm. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to Blaine Monkley Medal Mighty 10 Cup Player of the Year Fulo Fakataba, Salisio Reasi Caleb Trask all pretty worthy uh, nominees hard to go past Fakataba yeah, Fakataba Fulo Fakataba yeah. lock it in yeah, he has yeah. to win doesn't he yeah. Yeah. lock it in he's phenomenal surely Fakataba has to be an all black shortly yeah yeah I think he qualifies very soon 
Does that work with uh, TJ going overseas? Does it just slot right in? Could have been even regardless of TJ was here. Might yeah. have been leapfrogging him. Obviously, Weber's still around. Big call. Yeah. Have you guys covered this? Why the Hurricanes have let him get away? Just be that classic. Isn't it insane? Um, Sabana. You've got TJ leaving. You've got a guy in your region. Imagine him and he's going to be so good in Super Rugby. Why? Why? What's going on? Mm. <laughs> Isn't that just vintage Wellington? Though? I don't get it. Oh, the, and the blow was even tougher with Booth getting injured as well. He's yeah. out next year. Yeah. And so you got the Highlanders. You got two flipping probably the two best halfbacks in, in the country. Yeah. Down at the Landers. Well, you think about all the halfbacks that actually in the Hurricane, Hurricane catch, catchment area. Mm. I mean, you got Brad Weber as well, mm. who plays Hawke's Bay, mm. Falau, um, Aaron Smith. TJ, you got so many of these halfbacks that are playing for the Super Rugby. We teams. don't have any of them. No. Mm. And again, with um, what's the team? Bishop. Yeah, Garden Bishop, who's a, a good professional team, but I don't think he's going to win us a comp. No. Well, we've got him and Hickey next year yeah. as our teams. So I'm Hickey. Said, uh, <laughs> I just I would have liked us to have said I don't know just try a different avenue maybe or try something just do something because at the moment that you're not gonna you're not gonna make a semi a realistically the Hurricanes with mm. the squad every other franchise has a class first ball yeah. yeah yeah just a bit disappointing yeah, inside appearance will be yeah exposed next year I think so much exposure mm. well I see they signed um. Tyler Blandell yeah. uh, as a coach, mm. coach, which again, I actually found quite surprising. You would think they'd stick to sort of some, a coach that's, I don't know, in the region. I mean, you've got Tamani Allison that's come back, who's coaching at the moment that sure may have been, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what his portfolio was for the, mm. the Canes, but it was pretty um, left field how he sort of just got announced. Yeah. You've got flutes down the holders. I mean, yeah, flutes there. Should we have had a go at flutes? Yeah. Former Canes player. Yeah, they, I found that really interesting. Like they didn't, they got some thirty-year-old. Uh, I mean, he could be outstanding, um, but he's only doesn't hasn't really coached, has he? He's just no. sort of finished playing and got yeah. an injury. Mm. So, and then he gets a job straight into the Hurricanes. He retired this year. Yeah, yeah. they are really incestuous, though. Like the Crusaders franchise, and why not? You know, they've been so successful. Yeah. You just seem to pick guys that have come through. Just yeah. goes round. Oh, yep, will be interesting. Canes, 21. Uh, the Fiat or Football City medal for the Farrah Palmer Cup player of the year. Chelsea Alley, Kendra Coxedge, Stacey Flula. All pretty worthy. Mm. I mean, Kendra's, she's phenomenal season to season. Just gets better with age. But these other two out of Waikato, who almost got them over the line this year in the final. And also, unfortunately, they went down. But um, Stacey Flula, surely she must be. Yeah, I was thinking Stacey. What can't she do? She does everything. Mm. She's woman has a media presence. She's got you know, a bit of a side hustle with the business. She does everything. She's phenomenal. Yeah. And then Chelsea Ali is the uh, is the captain for Waikato. So. No one uh, from Wellington. Yeah, no one from the Pride. Coach of the year: domestically Andrew Goodman and Clark Dermody from Tasman. Mark Ozich, Hawks Bay. Uh, Razor Robertson, Crusaders. James Simple, Waikato FPC. Anyone standing up there, boys? I mean, Razors, obviously. Yeah, Chris one, for me, yeah. Was it four Super Rugby titles in a row? Yeah. Even though I was a bit of a 
short on format this year. They still won what yeah. they need to win. Um, the Tasman Jura are probably mm. the next best challengers, I'd say. Back to back, wasn't my team cup. So, are they co-coaches? Yeah, I'd probably say Tasman yeah. for a smaller union to have the success they have is yeah. pretty impressive. They had, a, they had a bit of a, a blip in the middle of the competition, eh? And they, to come, well, I mean, the players that were missing and to still come out and women, you know, take out the premiership, pretty good effort. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand coach of the year: Alan Bunting, Corey Sweeney, Blackburn Sevens, Ian Foster, the ABs, Clark Laidlaw, AB Sevens, Glenn Moore, Blackburns, Clayton McMillan, Māori All Blacks. Looks like they've just named all the. They just named every. National, they've just named coach. all the national team coaches. Um, How have you named Foster? Yeah, like just name three yeah. like, quality <laughs> ones, eh? Like. Interesting what they've done there. Um, I mean, the All Black Sevens and Black Prunes Sevens programs were cut short. Um, the Black Prunes didn't even play any international tests, they just had an internal program. I mean, obviously, Clayton McMillan, the Māori All Blacks had one game. Aussie lost three tests this year. Mm. Two. Two, and two one. tests and draw one, yeah. So. I don't know. Is there anyone? I mean, you might you might give Foz a, a pass, a C, maybe. Mm. Definitely not an award. Mm. Yeah, interesting. But as you said, the other ones had really short programs, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. So, well, to be honest, that shouldn't even be a category this year. Well, that be. A, I mean, I'll, yeah, I would have been happy if that yeah was put on the back burner for the year. No, I'll give it to Clayton. See, who should have been on there? Potentially should have been the um, barbarians, the women's coach. Um, who nearly tipped over the yeah, black true. Friends the black friends and yeah. thing? Who so I mean that, that could have been a good shout. Yeah, that like coach that. or the Māori All Blacks coach for me. Yeah. Super Rugby Player of the Year. Now we're getting hot. Geordie Barrett, Keynes, Richie Maunga, Crusaders, Aaron Smith, Highlanders, Patrick Tupolotu, Blues. Was Geordie that good this year? Yeah, he was mad. Yeah, he was good. Well, he, he sort of got top. Said he was probably the best fullback in New Zealand rugby. He was. He was on yeah. form and yeah. pre-COVID. Remember he? Um, oh yeah, he, he had a little break. Yeah, he had a few games off. Because yeah. um, it was pretty special though. Yeah, especially in the final. Yeah, I think his All Black um, games put me off a. Jordy. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but again, it's it's. I guess I've been judged on super. Form. I mean, yeah. Tupolotu was, yeah, was he was a big reason why the Blues, you know, almost mm. got there. And then, mate, how good was Nagy? Mm. Yeah. Had to go past e- Either one of them, to be fair. Mm. Yeah. Like those last few games from Richie Moenga, they were pretty special. Like, yeah. yeah. He was doing some pretty freakish stuff. Yeah, and probably Nagy was probably a bit more, Aaron Smith was a bit more consistent, I thought, across the board. Mm. Tupolotu was outstanding. Um, mm. I think is, is he up for like captain of the year or anything or uh, I don't know I thought that was his biggest yeah I was going to say he was great leadership, leadership yeah. for him yeah. but I think like Rich, the Richie Moanga in those knockout games was yeah. pretty impressive yeah. <sighs> well anyone will be worthy any of those four Tom French Memorial for, for Māori player of the year Ash Dixon um, mate what a man Stacey Flula again and again Aaron Smith See, hard, I, I like hard that. To pick this one. Yeah, I like that. They've just gone three quality, yeah. and just not you know, yeah. put a huge spread out there. Yep. Any of those three? Any of them? Yeah, yeah, I can't can't pick one of those. Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy either way. Can you give me a bit of history on Tom French? Yes. 
I, I don't know. Yeah, don't sorry, know. I wish I did. Yeah, is Although, he a famous Maori All Black? I, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. a former, a former uh, Maori All Black and a former administrator. Oh, yeah. um, had a big part. Yeah, that, and that trophy as well. I mean, there, there might be photos going out. Um, hopefully, the trophies will be able to make their way to the players, and they can obviously have some time with the trophies. But that is one pretty impressive-looking trophy. It's one of the big ones at HQ, Tom French Memorial, and been around for a while as well. Um, I've done a quick Google search on Tom French. Yeah. Um, so he was, um, he represented Buller provincially um, and was selected for New Zealand Māori in 1911. And he lost an arm um, in World War I. Yeah. Um, but he continued his involvement in rugby by serving as both a selector and administrator. And then he was made a life member in 1957 of New Zealand Rugby. Good info. Mm. Was that on worldrugby.com? No, it's Wikipedia. And it's got a... Funnily enough, it's got a picture of uh, your boy Liam Messam as the picture. Oh, nice. Post boy, yeah. Mm. Um, I'd like to talk uh, World War I or, uh, sometime maybe in the near. Just because we can. Okay. Nice. Look forward to it. Yeah. Mm. Waste. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not good World War I, Fridge. No. What are your thoughts on uh, Franz Ferdinand's assassination? See, I don't even know. Mm. Can you fill, fill us in? Well, that's what kind of kicked it off. The Franz Ferdinand was a Czechoslovakian diplomat, I think. So not the band then? No, not the band. Mm. He was assassinated and then it kind of sent Europe into a bit of a land grab. Just greed. Young guys dying for... Gonna read up on that one again. Not a lot of land. Yeah, read up on that. Yeah. Tell you who to talk to on um, around history. Um, Iona Apineru, massive history. Hey, yeah. oh yeah. He um for under 19s last year. He uh, actually got up in front of the bus and told us. I won't try and repeat what it was, but it was a massive story about all the warships and stuff like that, and it started like a bit of a catchphrase for the for the team, um, which was burn the boats. So, but yeah. Probably, obviously, a bit more well, of a big story. Inside and you get some theme mm. ideas for the mm. rugby. Yeah, I'm more fascinated about, about that kind of stuff. Uh. Not a good war. No, no, no. No. All right, Yona, uh, get ready for an invite onto the pod. It went on tangent, didn't it? Mm. Um, Richard Crawshaw Memorial, uh, Memorial, All Black Sevens Player of the Year. Scott Curry, Tim Mickelson. Oh, the Mick. And Narohi. <laughs> Narohi Magavi Black. That's his nickname. T Mick. Hey? Yeah, I don't know. Is he. It's a me boy. Yeah? Yeah, Nicholson? Yeah, well, he's. I mean, he's. he's Again, they didn't play a lot of rugby, did they? Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, not a lot of footy. But I think. Even before pre-COVID, I found myself not watching or tuning into sevens like I used to. Mm. Mm. Do you think it's kind of trending down sevens? Is there too many tournaments? Is there? Yeah. I don't know. That's 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 a good point. So, you yeah. know, fifteen, well, twenty years ago, Hong Kong. Yeah, they had I remember, a couple of other tournaments. I remember staying up late like, with Dad every yeah. Hong Kong sevens yeah. tournament. Yeah, it was great. And 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 Hong Kong is probably still now twenty years later. Yeah. The 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 tournament, but like you say, are there too many leagues? Yeah. Even even 
pre the pandemic, I found myself not really following sevens like like I used to. Yeah, that's fair. I think real quick because we we I think I'm not sure if it still happens, but we used to see a lot of other teams win it. Um, like Samoa used to win the odd one here and there, but is it all like kind of one or two, three teams kind of winning it now? I feel it's way more shared now, isn't it? Had USA won some and Aussie, South Africa, England. It used to feel way more festival-like. Yeah, agree. Yeah. One into the sevens. Oh, don't get me started. And and I'm only saying this because, mate, there's some functions going on at the moment, you know, beers at the basin, beer barn and stuff like that. And we've just ripped the heart and soul out of it. It was the biggest party the biggest event. on the New Zealand calendar. Oh, exactly. It was the best. Yeah. And the council and the police <laughs> and the union have had an absolute shocker. Yep. And, and just people as well. People killed it too. Well, they did and they didn't. Mm. You know, eight arrests out of 40,000 people. You take that. Well, yeah, they're pretty good odds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Worse than Courtney Place. I used to, yeah, I used to have some great times at Sevens. You meet so many cool people, oh, yeah. mm. get some mad photos, awesome stories. Great costumes. Mm. Two long days of, yep. very long days. Yeah, but man, yeah, you're right, heck. I loved it when like I loved it when like the crowd would just if the All Blacks weren't playing, the crowd would just adopt a team. Yeah, and you'd have like USA chance or Bro, hard, hard, man, yeah. going hard for Kenya. Yeah, didn't um. Steve Tanner, Tanner dress uh, get? Oh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's pictorial evidence of him going <laughs> blackface, which is controversial and hasn't aged well at all. No, he's not aged well. Mm. I think the Hurstitch brothers might have gone blackface too. Well, there's no surprise there. Not Jonesy, but definitely hard and uh, crazy. Anyway, big up the, to the Mick for um, <laughs> Sevens player. Good luck. I'm voting for you. Um, he's been around a while, that Mick as well. Yeah. yeah um, well experienced. Yeah. Um, Blackfern Sevens Player of the Year. Kelly Brazier, Tyler Nathan Wong, and our girl Stacey Flula again. So her name keeps popping up. Surely, eh? surely, if she doesn't win the other one, she'll have to get this one. Yeah. She could have a field day. And to be fair, and on merit alone for seven, she is probably up there with. Yeah, probably yeah. the better performing one as well. So, yeah, Stacey. Stacey might have a mortgage on Thursday mm-hmm. night for these awards. Blackburn so, uh, Player of the Year, 15s, Chelsea Ali Waikato, Kendra Cox, Edge Canterbury, and Kennedy Simon Waikato. So, quick question. Yep. Does uh, Stacey, how do you say Flula. Flula. Does she not play for Blackburns? She didn't play Blackburns this year because. She was, uh, she's a contracted sevens player, so she was oh, preparing okay. for Ignite. Yeah. My bad, yeah. So they could play Farah Palmer Cup and then her and some of those sevens players chilled out for a bit and prep for Ignite. Yeah. Um, yeah, that Blackburns player could go to either of those three. I, I think Kendra again um, might be the front runner. Uh, Chelsea Alley's got to win one of those two. Yeah, she? yeah, Chelsea Alley. She'd have to win that one or. Did, did any of you see Chelsea's uh, uh, efforts during the week on their box jump that she no. didn't quite 
nail. <laughs> oh, she tried a box jump uh, during the week and obviously uh, came up short and um, and just absolutely lacerated across both shins. And the left one was horrific. What did she box Jeez. jump on? A box, like an actual wooden box. Oh, because oh, it's got yeah. the nice rubber ones now. Well, got the rubber ones now. And yeah, because that's why, because I, I saw a story pop up and it was just like, she actually warned you. Like she, she said, oh, you know, look, um, caution, you know, warning the next couple of images, you know, uh, from my failed box jump. And I thought, oh, is don't it tell on me you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought. Bridge already follows. Oh, yeah, no, not. You haven't, you haven't used the wooden one. And she has. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, not 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 pretty. So she's wandering out at the moment with um, yeah, some decent banding. Oh. Not the shins, man. Not, not the, the shins. shins. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea Ellie, yep. Uh, fun fact: uh, she's actually the niece of Kirsty Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Say howdy, uh, Auntie. So give it a soon, Chelsea. All Blacks play of the year. Um, crazy old year for the ABs in a way. Sam Kane, captain. Mm. Dane Coles, and our man Aaron Smith. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know oh. about any of those. No, I'll, I'll I'll go towards Sam Kane. I think he's been consistently a better player. No, don't like that. I, he had two, he had two or three real good games. I think his attack on Kiwi rugby fans was oh, was yeah. not smart. But playing alone, no. I, think I, I, I feel like he had a couple of games where he wasn't mm. as good because he played those two or three. Yet those two or three last tests, he was he was a machine. I, I mean, Dane Coles was awesome, but I f- feel like he had quite a. Yeah, that one game that he was a bit quite the Argentinian game that we lost. He was pretty bad there. And Aaron Smith, he's been consistent. Mm-hmm. He's had a good. Just trying to think, who else is there? Have they missed anyone? Leonard Brown, I thought, might have been a bit hard done by. He's been pretty Get out. as well. <laughs> really? None of our midfielders stood up this year. No, I like He's the glue, Leonard Brown. Yeah, I think I'm a bit with Fridge on this one. Because our midfield, used to, we used to have so much depth and we were so dominant in that area. We'd always we'd always make yards, no, gain I line like in Leonard the midfield. Brown. I just think with Sam Kane, he's just, he, he, he does a lot of the stuff that isn't that glorious as well. So even though he might not do the big runs, he, like his tackle stats are right up there. Does a lot of the, the dirty work and, and things like that. I, I just think they're the, they're the weakest part of our All Blacks team at the moment. The midfield? Yep. Yeah. I was just talking about Kane then, but yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I zoned out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, I mean, Aaron Smith will probably be the, the other one that I'm pretty confident with. You are right. Huge Kane's analytics are mm. impressive. Mm. Just, yeah. I don't know. I just I feel like he doesn't have the effect on the game like. Um, accorded or you know what I mean oh, I thought it was huge tough comparison, I thought it was huge this year um, Sam Kane but I'll probably give it to Aaron Smith yeah. you believe in Aaron Kane you, you weren't a fan of his yeah I wasn't a fan yeah. before but um, stats alone just the work he does around the park the, like he's getting the same if not more amount of like roughness like getting into those rocks and from other players and stuff He's a machine, yeah. Mm. Don't know how long he's going to be able to do it for, though. Mm. Yeah. Where would you rank Kane at the moment, huge out of all the international sevens? One. Yeah? 
trying to think of all their sevens. Oh, I, I think those, those, those English, English guys are freaks, man. Yeah, Curry and uh, what's his name? The other guy, Underhill. Underhill. Um, they're pretty classic. Yeah, I'd and say. that young guy from Wasps as well. They're coming through. He's quite good. Can't remember his Brad name. Shields. <laughs> He's good too. Yeah. Shout out, Brad. Yeah, but, yeah, mean, but I reckon it'll be up there. But yeah. yeah, those English ones probably top at the moment. I'll I think. Say. Even no, though Hooper's eyes are too close together, I oh. think he's a weapon. Oh, I can't stand him. Can't stand him? Yeah, I think he's a good he's player, though. Hmm. Um, I just think we, our Lucy's need more time together. Yeah. Just consider our midfield, actually. Like we need something from that midfield. Everyone just needs time together. Yeah. But, um, when we obviously didn't see the South Africans players all this year, so that probably... He cares about them. Had some pretty handy loose forwards. Um, the Argentinian yeah. guy was pretty good. Not Matera, but the oh, other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The racist one? No, not the racist oh. one. The other one. <laughs> um, although he did drop nuts a bit when Akira went face-to-face on him. So, yeah. But anyway. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Aaron yeah. Smith, the same came for me on that one. Yeah, those are, that defensive display that Ar- the Argentinian team put in there was... Something else. That's his name. Yeah. But it's, it, that's a good acknowledgement for Dane Coles as well, coming back from injury and like having a long kind of stand down period to come back and have, have that much of an impact on the All Black side. That was pretty mint. Coles is, um, mate, he, he, he's, it's a massive year next year for him at the Canes. Eh? You, you think of, you think of the, the troops that they've lost the last mm. few years. There's so much more responsibility on him without TJ and. Bodie there, I mean, Keynes and Hardy are really going to have to lead from the front even more. Yeah, actually, who's going to the Chiefs next year? Who? Is it one of you guys that said something? From the Keynes? No, what's that Aussie guy? Um, oh, O'Connor. O'Connor, oh, yeah. There was rumoured in the news, but no, we, they also think he might just be doing that because his contract comes up at the end of the year, so he's just trying to up his up stock. I'd love to see stock. more of you guys come over. Eh? Or South Africans or... Just come play over here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think about an O'Connor behind a, a Kiwi pack, man. I mean, he'd go pretty well. Mm. Hurricanes are looking for a 10. Yeah, it'd be well, for Hurricanes. Should yeah. be looking for a 10. Ruben Love. Or oh, Ruben, yeah. Ruben Love. Get him in there. Um, Adidas National Team of the Year. Crusaders, Hawks Bay, Canterbury FBC, or Tasman. Is Hawks Bay in there because of the... Go the Bay. Ranfield League. Shield and a cup. And to be honest, they, they're one of the former teams. Mm. They beat right through. quite a few of the premiership yeah, teams, didn't they? I think they beat five. Um, to I'm be gonna, fair, all four of those are probably worthy winners. Mm. I'm going to go Saders. Just seemed like that was the hardest competition there was. That, um, well, but the thing is, the question is, how, do you, I mean, how can you compare mm. these teams, right? Fair point. Yeah. Did, did the board vote on this? Ah, uh, there's a panel. Of yeah. Sort of a random. Is it just recording this and then seeing yeah, it later? Crusaders yeah. or Hawks Bay for me. Yeah. And I'm a big Tasman fan. And I do not like the Crusaders, so. Yeah. Shout out to the Pony Vise though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adidas New Zealand team of the year. Um, again, some of these uh, teams very. Um, That's it's, it's just by default nominees again. Mm. All Blacks, All Black Sevens, Blackburn Sevens, Blackburns, 
in the Māori All Blacks. Well, I, I love a Black Fiend Barbarians, shouldn't we, yeah. You've got to go Māori All Blacks, 100% winning record, eh? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. If you're going on stats, yeah. Interesting. And and the final award is the Calvin Arch Remain Memorial Player of the Year. So that's um, generally what they do is um, all the players that have won the other um, categories. They uh, Flulu. Yeah. And well, I mean, Kazel was in the paper. So or the Mick. Flula and Aaron Smith are probably the. Chelsea Alley could sneak in there. Yeah, could be Chelsea Alley. You never know. On the back of your failed box cut. <laughs> Interesting. All right, good chat, boys. Um, we're just going to move on to um, so the Swindell Shield uh, draw uh, or draft draw eh, was released during yeah, the week draft, yeah. to be confirmed in this year, a week's time. Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe yeah. before Christmas. Christmas, hopefully. Um, thoughts on that, boys? Did you have a look at, at the draw and how uh, things are placed for our villages? Uh, by my reckoning, across the thirteen games, we had. Six at home and seven yeah. away. Six at home and seven away. Yep. Six at home and seven away. Um, the tricky away ones, uh, I guess, are always, are always, always out at the polo ground. Uh, we were going to be away to MSP. I think those were two weeks on the trot. When's the McBain? McBain round, round six. six. Yeah. Any, any uh, points of interest in that draw, lads? I'm not too fussed, eh, to be honest. Um, I think, yeah, you're going to play everyone at some point. Like yeah. Some people like a good better start or better finish. Just got to play everyone. You've got to be up for it every week. McBain, round six. 15th yep. of May. At the Hut Recreation Ground. Over the road. I, know, I mean, I know we've got to obviously play everyone um, at some stage. I'm just looking over the last few years. Has there sort of been a pattern around injuries and unavailability for our guys, which then, you know, I guess has us sort of reaching into that depth, which we were lucky to build this year? Always does. Uh. Yeah, yeah. That's um That round two were at home, that's pretty early. I usually won't get a round home game because of cricket. Yeah. We usually get, don't get a home game until round four. Starts a bit later this year as well, so first game is 10th April, so... Two, oh, yeah, two true. weeks later than yeah, last year yeah. or this year. March, we had it. Yeah. Mm. McBain back to back. Yep. Calling it. I, I, I can, feel, I can it. feel it. Yeah. yeah. Can you feel it in your um, arms? Yeah, a bit of an interesting one. I think we get three home games in a row after that yeah, first one. We do at one point. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically round two to round four. Um, three in a row. PK, X-Men and Norse. Mm-hmm. That'll be a nice little uh, playing horse at home. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice to sort of maybe. Uh, bit of a, <clears throat> a bit of payback. Yeah. Tough, the, the trip. yeah. tough finish after Paraplum. You, you got OBU, um, Ori's, uh, PK, oh, not PK, um, MSP, and then Wainui to finish. That's a tough finish. Especially when you need, if you need dubs. Yeah, I think I think it's good <clears> having Wainui late. You don't want to have a go of the, 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 our mates over the hill, but they tend to start really well. 
and then through injuries and just mm. playing numbers, I think it's good to get them late. Yeah. To be honest, it doesn't matter when we play them, mate. Mm. It's always bogey-ish. Will be nice to have them at home, though. For for us, it's um, never much fun heading over. Plus, a real positive, home. real positive for me and Hank is we won't be kicked off the bench <laughs> till the last round. Yep, down if you're nice back on it. Hopefully, get it into the uh, trophy cabinet. Yeah, that's one. That's the plan anyway. Mm. OBU here is good too. You don't want to go to Nianville. Jeez. Especially if any, any emergencies out there. Mm. <laughs> MHP out at Evans Bay. Mm. <sighs> it's tough. <clears throat> Not a fan. You'll be in the uh, you'll be in the hot box. MSP nice. out there, was it? Sorry? MSP's out there. Yeah, yeah. Keys. Yeah. Ramp up the, uh, ramp up the security. Uh, <laughs> um, nice, guys. Good good chat. Um, and yeah, had a, I guess uh, we'll move off a bit of rugby and move into a uh, bit, of, bit of a festive, uh, festive chat. How, how, how? You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. Best Christmas gift you received as a kid? I'll start to my right. Huge. Is there anything that sticks out from your uh, childhood as a gift that um really? Yeah, I remember one eyes? one year. So me and my brother Corey used to get because we're only two years apart. He used to get very similar gifts, and I remember one that actually lasted us for quite a few years was a we both got um, different remote control cars, um, and that was just years of fun. Like we we loved them. Chewed through the batteries though; it was a battery operated one. But um, yeah, that'd, that'd be a highlight definitely. Two different ones. I had a white one. He had a black one. Oh, racist, yeah. but um, so racist or oh, well, innocent children then? <laughs> um, but yeah, that would have to be my ones. I'll, I'll stick with years nice. and years of fun to those. Uh, I reckon they're probably still in mum and dad's garage somewhere. Yeah, to be fair, I might try and get them out, pass Thank it on to Keone. Mm. Mm. What are you hacking? Um, it's hands down Sega Master System with Alex mm. Kidd and Wonderland. Bro, oh. I was about to say the same thing for my granddad. Yeah. Man, I love that thing. How many times did you play Alex the Kid? So much Alex the Kid. Some Wonder Boy. Yeah. Ghouls and Ghosts. Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, Seagull was great. Got hours and days of entertainment on that. But also, just the skateboard, man. Or rollerblades. One, one or any time you got a bike. <clears throat> yeah. That was good. Oh, my first bike was a pink BMX. So I wasn't the happy. I was happy, but not the happiest. You probably didn't venture too far off Adelaide Street. You... No, nah, bro, I was, I was pretty adventurous as a really? kid, eh? Hey? Yeah, man. Did you get on the half pipe at Batoni Rec? Uh, not, not all the way up. Oh, on the BMX, yes. I was real confident oh, on a bike. Nice. There's the bike downstairs, down the fire brakes and stuff. Hmm. Mm. Um, roll around on my rollerblades everywhere. Yeah, nice. bring it back. It's a real nerdy kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a couple of years ago, I was down in Queenstown, and we were going ice skating. Uh, and I was just thinking back. Oh, I was like, "Boy, this is gonna be easy." Man. I used to rollerblade as a kid. Be easy as. Uh, real tough, eh? Tough on the feet as well, especially mm. if you haven't done it in ages, and it's just way more slippery. I lasted about half a minute and then just come off. I couldn't be asked to do it. Ice skating? Yeah. So that just have a single 
yep. like a single blade. Hard. Never ice skated. Never. No, never. Never tried it. I gave it a go once and it was up in Hamilton. Remember we were up in Hamilton yeah. for that, for Orca's wedding? There was a Oh, little, that's right, down the centre, yeah. Little rink. What do you call it? Ice rink? Ice rink. Ice ice rink. rink. Yeah, it is ice rink, yeah. It was skating at about 8, eight o'clock in the morning yeah, or 9 o'clock in the morning? That, yeah, that little downtown Hamilton. Yes. Um, Tough to stop. Mm. Yeah. I could get some speed up, but then I couldn't stop and you'd fall over and hit the barrier. There's a rink out Brewtown, isn't there? Yeah, might have to venture out there. Yeah, I used to do a lot of skating as a kid, like just roller skating. My mum used to take me down to the uh, skating rink that used to be down in the village, Station Village. That's right. I forgot there was a rink yeah. there. She used to take me down there on Sundays, bro. She must have hated it, bro. I was thinking about mm. this other night. Like, yeah, I'm out there having fun on the rink. What's she doing? Just sitting there reading magazines yeah, waiting yeah. for me to no have... cell phones back then. No. Nah. Tell you I... something that was a good present for me, actually, now I come to think about it, was do you remember snakeboards? Yeah. What? Snake boards? So they're like a skateboard, but they're like two, two little panels. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there's a weird. To shake like that. Well, actually, yeah, she got quite good at it. It was a weird ass. Yeah, that's a good one. Rollerblades were huge, eh? Yeah. Everyone at Orford used to blade down to school. Yeah. I remember I used to rollerblade down to McKenzie nice. after cricket. And nice. then uh, put the blades back on, skate across to the cricket club where dad was the bar manager. Nice. Just roll into the bar, grab myself a Coke, bag of chips. Roll back to the pool, <laughs> back in there. Good times. Summer in Patoni. Mate, what a great place to grow up. Yeah. All the old swimming then go down to an Olympic fish and chips. Yep. Get a scoop of chips and a fish, go back to the pool. You're allowed back in. Mm. Good times. Have you been to, anyone been to McKenzie Pool this summer yet? No. Haven't been back there since my brother th- threw me in naked. <laughs> 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 God, 2020 was bad for you, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, true story. We were, we were last, always like being the last around the pool and stuff. Like till whatever time they close at six. Then we're getting changed, changed in the change room and my brother can change. And I dropped my togs and then he quickly picked me up, ran outside <laughs> <laughs> and threw me back in the pool. Bro, I was getting like, angry. <laughs> oh, that's good for them. Yeah. <laughs> How old? That's classic. Hey? How old? Oh, no. 16. 21. About, about 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, we. How about what you? Any, like? any gifts? Mate, oh, pretty simple, man. Honestly, Connect Four. Mm. Mm. Or Guess Who. Mm. Mate, guess Who was Guess Who. That was... Board games, eh? Oh, yeah. These kids get a good... Do you remember what had a few good battles? Was he a bit oh, young? Oh, no. He was a bit, he was a bit young. It was my sister. Yeah, Perry. Glenn's a few years younger. Um... Yeah, no, yeah, when Dwayne, yeah, I mean, when Dwayne was growing up, we used to get him wrestling figurines. Mm. So, oh, yeah. those were the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they are pretty cool. Never got the ring, just got the figurines. Oh, Dwayne had the works. Yeah. Had, yeah. Spoiled, Spoiled little mm. prick. Yeah. <laughs> um, next question. Most memorable secret Santa gift you received from your work colleagues? Uh, I, I, I didn't want to say your best secret Santa. I, I thought I'd say mm. most, most memorable because it could either be your best or your worst. I'll, I'll move around to my left. Is there anything over the years through your work colleagues that you've received Secret Santa that were borderline yeah, controversial? There's been some real bad ones, but um, I think two or three years ago, uh, Isida Mamea, Ice's uh, sister, um, got me a bottle of gin and those William Whitehall glasses. And honestly, I was Good like, combo, nice. 
was one of the best presents mm. I've, I've just ever got in general. Mm. And I was happy as a real nice, nice and thoughtful gift. She now nice. is a big fan of uh, William Wilder. Mm. Yeah. Jack? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of bad ones. I mean, the, a, a real memorable one, but edgy. It was a flashlight. It was a joke, it wasn't. A mic. <laughs> so that one got a lot of laughs. Um, but yeah, lots of bad ones too. Yeah. Oh, huge anything that's... Uh... Flashlight! <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> Um, no, nothing like that. Um, I did get a pair of boxer shorts from a female colleague a few years ago. Ooh, Stace know about this? <laughs> this is pre-Stace. She does now. Yeah. Oh, oh. pre-Stace. So, um, yeah, but a pair of boxer shorts, uh, satin as well. Cool. Um, so yeah, that, I thought that was very interesting from a female colleague. Uh, How long did it take for you to get into those? <laughs> to, to or the, get out of them? <laughs> to the boxer shorts. Yeah, well, you know. How bad was the satin boxer short yeah, era? Yeah, yeah it was a wee while ago. Especially with the cartoons on them. Cartoons, mm. yeah, weird. Mm. That was weird. And coming back to Mackenzie Paul, the guys that would wear them under their togs, you yeah. know, like satin boxes. Yeah. Bizarre. Not a boxer man, eh? Brief it up. Yeah, boxer briefs. <laughs> Still wearing them. Like, like the support. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> keep it free. Yeah, but that, that's all from me. One of one of the best ones I've actually had was we done it. It was a couple of years ago, actually. And it was just a guy just had forgotten, clearly forgotten, and didn't even know what. And he, he's just obviously gone out in the local cafe that I go to and just bought me like a $20 voucher. And I was like, yeah, sweet. That's awesome. Good. Resourceful. Yeah, resourceful. I'll use it. It's better than <clears throat> some little knickknack that I'll never use. So, yeah, yeah I'll you, take that. Quick warning for you guys out there. If you rock up to your secret Santa, wherever it is, or it's work or at home, and you rock up with favorites, mm. mate, mm. sort yourself out. Mm. Grab yourself a flashlight and <laughs> and think about things. Do not rock up with bloody. It's a cop out. Yeah. It's cop out of cop outs. Yeah. What about you? Is about ten years ago, actually, uh, a couple of years into my uh, term at NZ Rugby, um, a little, uh, a little, a little gadget um, where you you could have four people gather around it and you <laughs> and you put your and you put your tongue on it. And and one of you would get a shock. Oh. And so basically, you just you just put your tongue out. Someone gave you a twelve volt battery. <laughs> Four of us would gather around, and they just have this little like you little. Sure, his tongue is not like no, no his tongue. Jeepers. What it was? It, it's designed for your designed for your finger or your thumb. But we we went to we oh, decided yeah, to put yeah. our tongue on. Okay, uh, okay, so, okay. And then you just press button in the middle, and it just the lights would just obviously just go around, yeah. and then it gets slower and slower, and it was just. Yeah. Roulette. Just, yeah. Spin the dice. I hated mm. those games though. Yeah. So um yeah, that was yeah, that was probably one of the more memorable ones. We had a lot of fun that night. Um Yeah, sharing germs. <laughs> your work colleagues. Not great in the COVID era, those sorts no, of no, games, no, eh? No. No, frowned upon. Don't, um don't put your Cheerio on it, Fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your ugly yellow no good keister off my property. Um, and the last of the questions, if you could eat one dish, this is obviously sitting around the Christmas table. If you could eat one dish from the table um, on Christmas Day for the remainder of the year or for another week, 
what would it be? I'll go around to my right, huge. Ah, oh, have to just go for the uh, the glazed ham. So versatile. Yeah, you mm. can do a lot with it. Yeah, yeah. And it lasts a while. Yeah, fry it up for brekkie. You know, put it into a semi. Lunch and dinner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be mine. Awesome. Heck, anything outside of a Christmas ham? <sighs> um, Christmas time. Holiday, so usually there's some seafood floating around, some crayfish, which is good. Power. Obviously not caught off your boat. (laughs) (laughs) No, not off my boat. Um, Christmas time. I'm floating around stealing all the Ferrero Rochers. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I hate Christmas cake. Mince pies? You don't do mince pies? I don't like mince pies. Oh, they're okay. I don't understand them. I'll graze on them if they're around, but it's not my go-to. Love a Christmas pear, lots of strawberries. Mm. I like the dessert options at Christmas. Trifle? Yeah, I'll probably have it. Trifle. Love a trifle. Yeah. I'm a ham guy as well. I'm an absolute sucker for for Christmas ham. Mm. Please ham. Just so good, eh? I went to go buy them out of those. Jeez, they're expensive. They're expensive. Oh, man. That's why, like, when you, get, a, <clears throat> when you get, get one for work, from work or something like that, it's yeah. always a bonus, eh? Yeah. Mm. Please, boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad's bought them for his boys at peak. It's nice. good, man. Yeah. And it's so good you can have for dinner. Yeah. Wake up. Yes. Get it back on the barbie. Yeah. Breakfast. Time, fry it up with some eggs. Cut some more sandwiches for lunch. Mm-hmm. Toast sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Me and my old flatmates, we had we kept a ham for ages, bro. You cut it like up. those pizzas, damp, those damp uh, handbags or something on them. Yeah. Bro, it lasted us weeks. Get drunk, just go in there or drunk and just hack away at the ham. Mm. We don't really, we don't really do the turkey hero like they do. And no. You know when. Had turkey for the very first time when I went over to England, actually. Nice. Family, like, a few years ago. Never had a turkey before. A few years ago, New Zealand rugby, one of my last Christmases up in my my first role there, up in front office, and we had a Christmas ham dropped off literally on Christmas Eve, like, at about quarter past two in the afternoon. It was just a guy who used to deliver. So he, he popped in, like, six months earlier and then, you know, he, he had a whole range of different meats that, you know, like he'd drop his flyer off and I'd just flick an email out to everyone, you know, into oh, yeah. our all, you know, some, I think it's Tom, Tom from, you know, he's, he's here and, you know, if you want to order any, you know, any meats, you know, then this is yeah. the contact and this is what you can PDF send it through. Um, anyway, the closer it got to Christmas, you know, people were ordering hams and so forth. He must have been on the back end of his run because he come down from the coast and he must have been heading back and he had, you know, obviously hams he was want to get rid of and he popped by the office and he came and dropped it off and there were literally three of us still in the office at quarter past two on a Christmas Eve uh, there was another guy on a girl at their desk just cleaning up so I just went out over the pier I said whoever's in the office it's only me and whoever's downstairs but come up and use this ham because it's, it's obviously yeah. our office is closed for two weeks they popped up and we you know they you know they just <clears> grabbed a bit of it but I literally took two thirds of a flipping massive leg of lamb we took home and like you said We'd get geeky for another week after that. We were just on ham sandwiches for a week. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot to, lot to get rid of. Good. 
Nice, nice. Good Christmas talk. Um, brandy snaps. Anyone a brandy snaps oh, guy? Yeah, yeah, no, I do like them. I remember, the, I remember, I remember uh, the first time I seen them as a kid once was at the tennis club. See, your childhood just around potato yeah, and stuff, yeah, eh? Yeah, great childhood. Um, they had like a lunch or something on and one of the ladies brought brandy snaps down. And initially I, I just saw the... the Cream, the, the outside. The, oh, outside, the outside of it. Cream, yeah. And I was like, yo, this looks mean. And I was just looking, and then she put cream in it, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, i got to get one of those. <laughs> Tried it for the first time, and I was sold. Shout out to Wendy. Wendy Harley. And Donna. Yeah, and Donna. And Donna, yeah. From the bar. Yeah. Really nice. need to track Donna down, eh? We should just try it in here. Why are you saying we? You can track her down yeah. anytime you want. Yeah. No, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. Don't if you're listening. Um, it's only Sellership at Gmail. What, it should be about 75 now? Does the club, <laughs> does the club have a database? A, yeah, no, a, a, pri, a PI. Pacific Islander. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> private investigator. Ah, oh, yes. Magnum PI. Get on to it. Start spreading the word out there, listeners. Yeah. Looking for a donna from the 90s. Yeah. Well, she's still alive. Yeah. yeah. Any, uh, anything else you boys want to bring up before we uh, round out? I had a little bit of stuff. Nice. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And the boys. Um, I had um, just some of the boys overseas. I've been watching into some of the uh, um, Hong Kong Tigers games. Features Hut with, um, with Crazy. Hard and Jonesy play, um, and they're going pretty good. Um, I think they're fourth on their table. And um, shout out to uh, Nick Grigg, Glasgow Warriors. Mm-hmm. They had a pretty tough loss to Munster the other day, um, and they're sitting second to last in that conference B of the Pro Fourteen. So Greg, sorted out now. Grigg is just doing that, eh? Like mm-hmm. just living that footy life over there. It's doing awesome. And uh, Belgium playing mm-hmm. for Rowan Normandy. They're sitting thirteenth in the French, the French uh, Pro D two. So, poor finger boys. Mm. Sounds like he's having fun, though. But yeah, just a little update on some of the nice. boys overseas. Nice. Um, it's Bernie. I don't know. Bernie's seen seen through a couple of videos of late. He's been doing a lot of drinking lately. Mm, yeah. For uh, Valencia. Spain goes off fridge. Guani Tui, um playing for rugby club Shatruno, I think it is. Um it's sort of a bit of a lower grade in, in France, but I do believe those actually been cancelled, so he's not playing a lot of rugby. Done a lot of cooking, or well, his wife is anyway doing a lot of cooking, so I've seen. Um over there with um Louis Lomanu on his team as well. Nice. So, and uh Rosie Sterling, yeah, yeah, over there. So they've um, connected with them and, and good friends with them. Hawani was actually in a, uh, a TikTok the other day. I don't know if you've seen him on his Instagram. Um, doing, now doing TikTok now. Jeez. Um, yes. So, and a few comments about his dancing. Uh, mm. Not flashes. He'll probably... So, uh, uh, Hawani, you know, he was sharpen, play, sharpen up those dancing skills there. Eh? He was player coaching too, wasn't he huge? Did you say he was oh, transitioning? I think he might be helping out a little bit, yeah, yeah. And where, where can you email him at, Huge? Uh, at um, big H, letter H, number two, E, at hotmail.com. Nice. Oh, wow. mm. 
Nice gentlemen. Um, and there was one more thing. Sorry, yes, yes. I don't know if you guys touched on it last week, and it's it's pretty grim. But um, those kind of English players of that nineteen ninety nine vintage kind of Steve Thompson, who has no kind of recollection of winning the World Cup or being in Australia. That's crazy. Man. It's pretty um pretty frightening. Yeah. And it's it's a real issue, I suppose, we have in the game. We need to. Yeah. Well, I see Nazar's got on board as well. Yeah. At the moment, so um, and as he said, he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for those sort of um, doing, uh, doing what exactly? Well, oh, he's just sort of bringing it to light. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, just around that, and just sort of um, looking at and um, think is um, is it Castle he's working with is sort of just wanting to sort of work in conjunction with New Zealand Rugby Union to try and hopefully come to some sort of resolution around it as well. So yeah, yeah we'll see how that sort of unfolds. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the amount of guys getting dementia in their kind of 50s and stuff eh, is pretty worrying. We all love this game and we want to play, you know. What's the what's the answer, you think, is? I wish I knew, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, is, it, is it less footy, maybe? You know, are we playing too many games a season? or it's Possibly. Just, it's just, it's tough because you've got, since rugby went professional, it's just changed so much. You've, these athletes are huge, you know, and when two, you know, ob, two objects hit each other, stuff's going <clears> to <throat> I want to know what the studies are showing because, like, before this technique and, and tackle safety and things like that come in, like, there's going to be this huge wave, not a huge wave, but be all these cases of, like, um, you know, head issues. Yeah. And they come through. But then will we see the opposite effects when it starts kicking in? So people that have been taught how to tackle, you know, less concussions and all that kind of stuff, will we see that come down again as well? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And I suppose, I mean, there's a lot more <clears throat> there's a lot more testing now. So I suppose it's a bit like COVID in the States where Donald Trump doesn't want to test because he doesn't want the stats. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's a lot more analytics around it now. So, you you know, you're finding a lot more. Yeah, I feel like rugby is pretty progressive yeah. in this. Is it the, is it the attrition? Like, right, is it the, the, you know, the collisions and stuff? Like you say, are we, is there too much rugby here? Or is it technique? Like, you know, like we you, we use a women's game, for example, here, where, you know, we'll have uh, Aisha Latina and Joan and Wu, who are black ferns, playing club footy against a 17-year-old that'll yeah. come and join the club. She'll turn up a pre-season, if not this year, next year. Have a couple of weeks of preseason, mm. we'll play Warriors in game one, and then she's expected to mark a Aisha on the wing. Yeah, you know. So is it like you say? I don't know. Is it, is it techniques a massive part of it as well? There's just the, yeah. And sorry, I was just focusing on concussions as well. And it's not only concussions that that affect it; it's just, just collision. Yeah. Collisions. Yeah. For me, I just I, th- I feel like you've got. These days, just these phenomenal athletes that are going faster and they're bigger than ever. Mm. You know, when two, you know. Yeah, I think I think for just it, the force. Yeah, I think it's more just again, it's probably the awareness is the same as probably mental health at the moment. It's more that awareness and want to speak out. Whereas back in the day, when you got a bit of a head knock, it was a bit of a badge of honour to play on, mm. um, sort of thing. Whereas now it's that changing that mindset that. 
you know, get the tough guy out of it, you know, mm. think about your welfare and stuff. So yeah. if guys like Nazer and, and Steve Thompson and that sort of bring it to light and someone gets a head knock in their game, you're not going to yeah. keep it hidden and and um, shy away from it because, you know, you know what the effects of it are going to be. So you might yeah. take that extra week off or until you get sort of those clear symptoms as well. So it's probably just making a bit more an awareness about it to make sure that you're sort of looking after your body mm. as well. And there's definitely way less malicious stuff mm. in rugby these days, mm. apart from Maidstone Park. Yeah, like, day, but... like I know one sort of grizzles about all the, and we've even mentioned it before about the, you know, red cards and head highs and stuff. But I guess after a while, that it's going to change. People will that, and probably comes down to technique, and we might yeah. get a bit of body height lower and yeah. tackling around the waist or sort of armpit area stuff like that, which might just be the norm in the future. So it's probably the same as with rugby league and their shoulder charges taking those out. There's still a big difference between union and league, though, in terms of what they get away with and what we do. So oh. I think we're still leaps ahead of where rugby league are actually at at the moment as well. Mm. And like in terms of concussions, a lot of concussions happening that I see at the moment is just bad decisions on, on like putting, mm. putting your head in front. You know, it's just a, it's not even a big knock these these days. It's just you know just copying a little thing and yeah. you're, you're out gold. Yeah, I mean, you, and it is, does come into unique. Like some players are prone to getting more head knocks yeah. um, and they just get taught a new tackling style um, so it's, yeah it might just be a bit more of a like technique and coaching and that, that player to make sure they get into a better position to actually make that decision it's instead of just closing your eyes and head down and not looking and you know you talk about keeping your eyes up and putting your head to the side and making a tackle as opposed to just closing your eyes and just launching at someone now so yeah so you just tackle high kids Oh, what? Keep the neck out of the way, just take one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see because they're they're suing the they're suing World Rugby for quite a lot of money, eh? Mm. It'd be interesting to see what what comes of it. Yeah, but like I think rugby on the whole and World Rugby don't shy away from the discussion. Like they're pretty active. It's not like the NFL in the you know nineties and two thousands where they just kind of ignore it. Mm. Got really bad over there, though. Yeah. Yep. Watch the space. Coming up uh, this Thursday. Um, so not only is the uh, Ken Gray Academy, which has been on the go for the last uh, probably couple of months now, since um, since the back end of the season, uh, they wrap up on Thursday. But also on Thursday, uh, we invite all uh, players. Um, down to uh, down to the club this Thursday night from 7 p.m. We'll be having an info night, so an opportunity for uh, for double to well, we'll see. Hopefully, we can confirm uh, coaches throughout to our senior teams, um, but also I think I think BNB will be um, preparing a, um, a wee bit of a spiel around plans for the preseason um, and what that entail, and also we'll confirm preseason dates. Um, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, if you can get down on, on Thursday, it'd be great to see you. Great way to, I guess, uh, round out the year as well. So uh, ponies, uh, prim reserves, both the prim reserves teams, Colts, premiers, and um, yeah, even our netballers. The netball girls, get, yeah. yeah get down Destiny's to, got a couple of announcements, so yeah, if you can to give netball a go, yeah, absolutely, come down, come on down, and any new players, um, even uh, any any new um, volunteers, can to maybe come in and, and how give a helping hand to. Get on board. Our management teams, um, come on down. It'd be great to see you. Come down for a saucy and a meat patty. Prezi's, Prezi's 2021. 
Yep, and also, yeah, and also Prezi's uh, 2021. Um, so Gordy and I think Nazar are going to have a hand in yep, getting that off yep. the ground. Yeah, there's a few few boys who are... I caught up with Joe uh, Collins, right obviously, last, last week. Um, spent a bit of time with Joe um, when he was having his, his, uh, his, his tattoo uh, done, and he's pretty excited about um, getting the boot. He's already put a boot order in for yep. next year. And some of the names he was reeling off, it was... It's pretty awesome. I mean, you know, some of the boys that Huge played alongside with in the early 2000s are keen to come out again. And King Gray. Have those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, so get on down on Thursday and, um, yeah, have, have a listen to what we've got planned for uh, pre-season 2021. That's before we uh, call time on our pod for 2020. Mm. Uh, I'll just be around to my left. Any parting words from you, uh, Fridge Mick Messina? <laughs> Any highlights of 2020? <clears throat> uh, the whole year was, it was yeah. pretty good. Fridge the Mick Messina. Yeah. Mick Messina. Mm. Mick, I like that. Yeah. Snufflopicus. Yep. Snuffy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, I enjoyed it all year. Um, these pod uh, things coming real good. Mick, Mick, Mick. Enjoyed it. Mick. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, enjoyed it. Been fun. Rugby's been been awesome. Everything off the field's been great. Uh, enjoyed the company of everyone. A few drinks here and there. Mixing off the pod and yeah, just everything went well. Uh, looking forward to next year, getting into preseason, um, and just seeing everyone again. But uh, yeah, everyone be safe out there. Catch up again in uh, January sometime. Watch out for maybe Patani TV during preseason, possibly. Mm. Um, yeah, that's me. Nice. Thanks, Fridge. Uh, Mick Messina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me back. Good to see the boys. Heck, Fish Lado Tall. Yeah, don't forget Batoni Man too in Feb. Start doing, putting in some work. It's going to be huge. Yeah, you just going to do it. He's going to win it, he said. Yeah. He's back. Win it. I'd like to complete it. Yeah. Huge. See, has been training the house down. Yeah. Mm. Apparently. Yep. Right? Yeah. And Batoni Man, is his, that's, his, that's his jam. Yep. He's getting ready for that. So, yeah, start putting in some work. Get up Koro Koro a couple of times. Batoni Man, 2021. Mm. Um. Quick shout out to uh, everyone at Petone Riverside Cricket Club. The mighty uh, T20 Saxons got another game this Saturday. It's on? 2 p.m. Trentham Memorial. Trentham Memorial. Yeah. Playing Upper Hutt, are you? Playing the, uh, yeah, the Dream Boats from Upper Hutt. Yes. Going pretty well this season. Good. How many runs did you score on Saturday? I got 46. Oh, you got some runs this week. You and then I got bowled. Uh, opened. Oh, nice. Yeah, just steady the ship the until I got bowled clean. Wanted to bring up my uh, fifty with a with a boundary. Where'd you, where were you? Where was this? Didn't happen. Cover I was looking cows. Oh, cows corner. Yeah, I'd squared up the hip, and there was a big big swing. You should have, you should have heard the the bats. <laughs> you could hear it, and then bowled clean. Wow! And sound of bales. But yeah, shout out to all the everyone at Patina Riverside Cricket. If you're keen to give cricket a go, they're always looking for extras. So come are you, down. Are you in the same grade as Pity and Naza in that team? I See, think got a so, yeah. Group. That'll be a big clash. Oh, you've seen the photos of Nazar Yeah, yeah. No shoes. Yeah, no, no. Not, 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 um, not yeah. good. Oh, 
broken up the pads. And <laughs> the only the thing weirder than watching Nazer bat with no shoes is watching Dwayne bat left-handed, but left-handed in a right-handed right. stance. Yeah. stance. Incredible. Yeah. Stanza. It's it's one of those things for him. He it, it, it's a feast or a famine. He's out. Of, he's either gone first ball trying to a dab it sort of you know reverse well, that, sweep or he'll, or yeah. he'll hit you. 40 off the 10 well that was the thing he looked so good he, I think he scored 20 odd looked great and then went to go play the reverse sweep yeah. which suited his grip and then got out yeah it was bizarre yeah but no he's looking good and he's I think he's keen to have a few more games in the yeah. in the new year so get down to the tree hut crew club have a beer five dollar beers nice. in the summer nice yeah cheers boys mm. Huge. welcome back yeah, yeah cheers heck Bloody good to have you back, actually. Oh. Um, we've, we've missed your burgers. <laughs> um, yeah, great year. Enjoyable. Um, a lot of highlights, considering the year that it was. Um, I think, as Fridgy mentioned before, it's been awesome this year, um, just on the field and off the field. Um, especially the club. The club's been pumping, so um, that's obviously credit to to hack and as many helpers as well so appreciate that um but yeah looking forward to 2021 cracking into a bit of pre-season early jan um and yeah seeing where the year takes us um always exciting times sort of trying to find out what sort of sort of school leavers are coming to the club or any new ones or anyone that's leaving the province as well or um how the different clubs will look so um exciting times ahead and it's not too far away so yeah if you're not part of it soon get in, get involved with the club mm big year next year yeah onwards and upwards but no cheers been enjoyable and cheers to you lads as well for for the year huge huge over and out huge (laughs) yeah great great year really couldn't couldn't have asked for more considering obviously what we um uh what we were faced with um for a number of months um i guess earlier on but um yeah no the way we finished up was uh, fantastic great nights down at the club prize giving to wrap it all up um yeah, and exciting. Looking forward to next year. Obviously, the retention is looking pretty good. And obviously, the addition of a Prezi's team. Mm. Um, and, and some of the, yeah, some of the young young uh, cattle that we're getting coming in that have already been involved as part of the academy is really exciting as well. So, mate, get on board. Come on board and, uh, yeah, come in, uh, in, in down to the village and, um, yeah, get amongst it. And, um, and quite fittingly, actually, we uh, we have a infinite on Thursday and finish... Um, Finish the year off with a um, sizzling a number of sausages because mm. we've been doing that all year, mm. haven't we? See, um, you better be down here. Yeah, right from when uh, when we spoke about fridge sizzling Marvin's sausage, it's just been um, an absolute catch cry this year. Which was that how it started? Yeah, I, I remember we had a we had a Zoom call and um, yeah, we we threw it out there that you'd been sizzling Marv's sausage, and that's how it came about. It was mm. just a bit of a catch cry for twenty twenty. So Fair sizzle. Has anyone been back to listen to the first ever saddle chat? Yeah. Oh, I've, I think a while ago. How bad was it? Oh, the audio was horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely horrendous. Or Mr. Lag over here. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Whitby, uh, the Whitby dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. But they were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were real good. Nice. No, great, yeah. Yeah. Great to see everyone, you know, training the house down in the oh, gym yeah. and down in the yeah. green room and... Yeah, she had a hope up on the field. Just, yeah, did she finish it. Yeah, I think yeah. she's just left. Uh, if she had, <laughs> if she had a GPS, she she probably would have run home by now. But that's not the amount of crown she was covering. Mm-hmm. So, um, shout out to hope. 
And um, yeah, everyone get down on Thursday to you know, have a run with the academy crew that are doing their thing and stay on for a, a saucy and a meat patty. And we'll um, look forward to seeing you there. Mm-hmm. Over and out. Awesome. All right. Merry Christmas. Ciao. Merry Christmas. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in old. Happy golden days of yore Faithful friends who are dear to us Gather near to us once more Through the years we all will be together If the fates alive hang a shining star upon the highest bar and have yourself a merry little Christmas now Fates allow Hang a shining star Upon the highest bar And have yourself A merry little Christmas Now